I don't care if you've been loving them green mommy milkers all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cookie Week Buddy, to come to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke me out, fam, with the dank is the dank. On my left, old ninja in the world, old ninja. So, if your name is Richard, aka Dick, should you be getting all the pussy? Mm, on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choke people out on threes and fours, Kronos. You can't hold a man down without staying down with him. Mm-mm-mm. Last but not least, we got your boy Blue. I wish audiobooks come with subtitles. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Damn. We start uh, off with the extra, extra dang dang. Uh, I mean, damn. All right. Kronos, uh, you usually got some kind of statistical analysis. What you dropping on us this week? That I do. Listener of the week would be user 702953438. And, oh, and also Anthony. Thank you. <laughs> so. I, heard that, I heard that user knows how to turn it into a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in, a do- in a dodecahedron. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, nobody's in the chat yet. Sorry we're late, but you know. CP time. Y'all should be used to this on the podcast by now. It's CP time. Real quick before we kick off everything with the podcast. This is the very last podcast from the Infinity Base 3.0. So, Damn. I will do a video, not on the podcast. I'll, I'll do like another one and do like a video, like showing you around it. My backyard's all fucked up, but you know what? At this point, I don't really care because we're moving and they're going to landscape it. So, um, I wonder, I wonder how many people you gave a hotter heart attack when you said this will be the last. And they're like. Huh? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not the last podcast. Um, just just from this location. So, uh, we're we're yep. moving next week on a hopefully Monday, maybe Tuesday, um, to my brother's, and we'll be closer to to Prodigy. So the next podcast, me and Prodigy will probably be in person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, together. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna feel some sort of way about leaving this this building because we fucking built it. You know, mm. her hands, ourselves, yeah, wet and tears in that building. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I dropped something in that in that concrete in the <laughs> Yeah, maybe. It, it it makes me think of like even though we're gonna move into a place that's at least four bedrooms and we're gonna put an ADU in the back anyway, like a, a granny flat. Um, I kind of want to build another infinity base anyway, <laughs> just just because. I mean, it was so fucking cool. You yeah. Know, to do so, like, like why not just do it again? So I mean, it took two years, but you know, we'll, this time we'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, a little, we'll do a little bit faster than, than two years. Yeah. This time, so I mean, we know what to do this time. Like it wasn't push, too terribly difficult. Yeah, I was say, you push your brother can help. I'm pretty sure he's experienced. Well, is he? I don't know. I'm thinking my own brother. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he can. Cause but, I, I think he built the shed in his backyard, but obviously, okay, the shed will be bigger. But I mean, we did it. You know, I, I'm semi handy. I'm pretty handy. So. I'm just glad I got all my fingers after using Empower's tool. Yeah, Jesus, man. You are the worst. The worst oh, man. when it comes to, like, <laughs> hammering bad. shit, screwing stuff in. Maybe not the worst. Oh, but you're, shit, you're up right. There. You're up there. You're not, you're not the worst, but you're up there. Call me for demolition. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that is that big pile of concrete still in the front yard that when uh, Oni just spilled it? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yep, they're going to deal with it. So they're gonna landscape the front and the back, and they're, they'll deal I mean, with the concrete. Pour, pouring the concrete, like those wheelbarrows, rolling the wheelbarrows from the front to back. Man, that shit was fucking labor intensive. Like holy it shit, was. I was, I was not, working on the half. I wasn't prepared for. I thought it was just gonna be like, oh, we're gonna get enough of the barrel. But I was like, hold on, this is heavy. I wasn't ready. Yeah. I'm all slipping and shit. I didn't. My shoes were all fucked up. 
Well, you heard but, the guy. He was like, we'll start with something small, see if you can handle it. Yeah, he did. He it's sure funny. did. I was talking to uh, Papa Bear today because we actually, this is kind of a breaking news, we have a, a property location now for rescue oh. residents. So oh, right nice. we got super lucky, and uh, Papa Bear talked to a guy who owns like a, a big piece of land, and he's going to, um, we're going to buy at a super cheap rate five acres of land for like crazy cheap um, and so oh, in this state or no yeah yeah it's it, i mean because we're doing it in san bernardino san bernardino county which is where the high desert is it's gonna be in joshua tree um, if oh, you're familiar okay. with like okay. that area um which is really cool and then you know papa bear was like oh yeah you know we gotta do some foundation work on you know we'll just get a bunch of bags i was like nah just get a truck bro and he was mm-hmm. like, and he was <laughs> i was like it, it's it's barely more expensive than the bags and then I was like, how, how big of a slab do you want to get? And he said it was like 1,500 square feet. I was like, there ain't no fucking way I'm mixing Mm-mm. up 1,500 feet worth of bags for a fucking slab. <laughs> like, just get a truck. Nope. Like, it's super easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, the bags take forever just yeah. to fucking mix. And you can fuck like up the, the truck. <laughs> yeah, the truck just rolls up and just how much, where you want it and just yep. fucking roll that slide all the way through, smooth it out. And then he's like, hold on, just. He'll just be like, hey, even this out for me. You even it out, and then he goes the next one, just fucking spills it all out. Looks like fucking dookie, but. That wet <laughs> concrete was making macaroni sounds, though. That it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Oh, it was, my it was, God. It was like some rock golems was getting it on. Oh, <laughs> my God. So I'm trying to see how many how many square foot does one bag makes. So. It's not a lot. Let's see. Especially when you think yeah, about how deep it's got to be for something that big. Oh, I can't figure this out. This We'd have been weird. mixing bags for a day. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. putting down. Because that was just like the main location. Then we'd have to do like more for like the uh, the shipping containers. We'd have to do like a bunch of more. You know, we're just like, dude, just we'll just run a truck, man. It's, it's way too It looks rough. like one bag of 100 square feet. Yeah. That's, I think. But that's square feet. But, but like how deep is it? That's that's the thing. Yeah, too. I was going to say. Uh, just, uh, well, okay. No. So it's 100 feet and it's, uh, fuck, I don't know. This chart I'm looking at is fucking confusing as hell. I did the calculations when we did the Infinity Base Foundation. Oh, four inches. Yeah, and that's you, you need to be especially for like what we're gonna we're building like a large building. These were the four inches. Um, we were. I was looking at it and it was like, I think for the bags, it was something like like four hundred dollars for the bags, and then like getting the truck, it was like four hundred eighty dollars. Oh, I was just yeah. like, you save so much fucking time with the truck, so... Yeah, yeah. I was looking at this chart all fucking wrong. Whatever I just said, just throw that shit out the window. So you need 66 and two-third bags to do 100 square feet yeah. uh, with a four-inch four thick slab. That sounds so, good. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> That's a lot of mixing. I mean, you, you, need yeah. a squat, you need a crew. You need like a whole crew to, for that shit. What what square foot did he say that a uh, slab that he wanted to do? Fifteen hundred square feet. Holy shit! Yeah, and po- that's <laughs> yes. in fucking possible. You need an army, <laughs> you need an army of people. <laughs> oh, that's all shit. You need a platoon full of people just doing the goddamn, you know, mixing. So no. And the, Dude, yeah, we, holy shit. We I remember that day though. We or that weekend we had a whole fucking caravan with the fucking wheelbarrows. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that shit was like all fucking morning. It was still going. I was like, God damn, this thing eats up fucking concrete. Yeah. Like we kept pouring that shit continuously for hours and hours. And this wasn't so, even that deep. Like, I think it was maybe yeah, no. six inches deep. Maybe. Yeah, I would say half a foot. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's what she said. Yeah, to the bottom of the pool. Oh, oh deep. 
Oh man, I haven't said that in a long ass fucking time. <laughs> good shit, good shit. <laughs> I used to be the model for the bin ads. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, not used to, it still is, my dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a while since we said it. Mm-hmm. Because we, it's, it's been a while since we've even been all together. Same place. Yeah, man. That fucking Rona. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but dude, I mean, dude, the Infinity Base is special. I'm just, we're, one way or another, we're going to recreate a whole lot of shit. Mm. Yeah, and I got to. Can't wait to have you down here. I got to sell my car tomorrow, too. Mm. Which the, one, though? The Which em- one? Is- the Emroadster. I'm selling it. Damn. Oh, somebody pick it up tomorrow? No, I'm, I'm going to take it to CarMax. Just be like, okay. Uh, like, if, if I really me. wanted to, because honestly, the cars are like shooting up in price. Like one that's like low miles is going for like thirty thousand dollars right now. It's like holy shit. Mm-hmm. But um, shit. yeah, I'm just gonna whatever they can give me as long as it's like so, semi reasonable, you know. Carmax ain't too bad in terms of no, like no. The, yeah. I mean, if you go to like a some mon pod dealership, a lot of times you can uh, really get fucking ran over the coals and shit. Oh, yeah. Carmax ain't bad. Yeah, they're super upfront about like the pricing. I mean, they they took the uh, my broken ass X5. They only gave me like eight hundred bucks, but that shit was broke. It wasn't even running, and they yeah. gave me hundred bucks oh, for shit. it. So I was like, "Fine, no, I'll take it." There you go. Damn. All right, all right, old ninja. Just keep us on track. You usually pouring out something multi and urban. What you pouring mm-hmm. out this week and for whom's? Uh, pouring out some stainites. We're gonna start with uh, Marnie Schollander. Fly. Oh, Marnie, not Marty. Marnie. Uh, daytime Emmy award-winning actress who was on uh, daytime soap operas As the World Turns and One Life to Live. She's passed. Uh, she was a former gymnast and then made her TV debut in 2007. She played the character of Allison McDermott Stewart, a role previously hailed, held by Sarah Hyland from Modern Family. Uh, hmm. Marnie is the actress who held the role of Allison for the longest. Until the show, until as uh, the, as the world turns ended, uh, she died of uh, metatastic breast cancer. Damn! At the at the age of thirty seven. Damn! I was gonna say, dude. I like looked her up, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa, wait, she's hella young." Yeah, she's thirty seven. She can be seen in the upcoming Showtime show, City on a Hill, later on this year. Damn! So the thing that trips me out with the soap operas is, is and uh, and whatnot is. Just how long they fucking ran? Like, I didn't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, wow, ran oh, for forty five years. Mm-hmm. God damn it! I hate when they do this shit. Making friends again, Dilly. I like to God keep God damn it! Sorry. Maybe <laughs> when like I look up something and then all of a sudden they decide to just play a fucking bunch of shit. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. What 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 show did your grandmother mothers watch in terms of soap operas? Oh, that's what you meant uh, by green titties. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> later. All right. It took me. It took me a while until somebody said something about She-Hawk in the comments. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I get it." Uh, um, I think it's Star Trek. What is it? My mom loved General Hospital. That was her. Yeah, show. there you go. That was oh, the show, and uh, she made me watch it for a summer. It was cool until they brought in aliens. I'm like, dude, I'm fuck? out. Yeah, if, one, if you don't know who Luke and Laura is, you, oh, uh, you, yeah. didn't, grow, you didn't grow up with your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure enough, if you went didn't know Luke and Laura and the whole wedding, and then like, I think it was Luke's mom or Laura's mom, she got kidnapped by aliens. Like the end of like one summer, I'm like, bro, they really just did this. I'm like, Dude, I'm out. out. I remember when they, I remember they killed them off, and they had them, they fucking had them die in a fucking uh, 
There's a uh, car accident or something? No, no, no. They went over a fucking dam in a goddamn yeah. <laughs> in a fucking barrel. Like, oh. how do you kill off a character by having go? And all of a sudden, they came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, came, they came back like a season later or some shit because they're yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they say yeah. comic books are wild, man. They ain't, they ain't got oh yeah, dude, soap operas be crazy. Like the best are when like there's people that have been cheating for a while and like everyone's like, are they ever gonna get caught? Are they gonna get caught? And they're like, they're never gonna get caught. And then right when people were thinking that the next episode, homeboy busts in or somebody busts in right when in the middle of them busting, it's all bad. <laughs> when I was changing the whole story. When out of high school, like there was a there was a time I was fucking hooked as I was hooked on fucking General Hospital, like all the storylines and stuff. Like me and my uh, girl at the time, we were just because we were working we were working evenings, and so we would like watch the show. Like I think it came out like at two o'clock. We'd just be in front of the TV just watching, it, and I would be I was so fucking hooked in that show. It took a while to like to get off of it. There was like a gangster quit. guy who got who went to a coma, and then all of a sudden he came out and he was nicer. But then, like something, he hit his head. And he he became fucking evil again. I was like, damn, this is fucking what a plot twist. Yeah, yeah there's all kinds of stuff. People had amnesia for whole seasons, and then like, I remember there was one. There was one. Um, what was it? I don't remember if it was General Hospital. There was one. It was one of the soaps where. Oh shit! Like, this the, dude stood on here. Fucking Sunny. Well, Sunny was like a gangster, and then his hitman guy was Jason. And Jason was the one that got that went into a coma and then came out to be a nice guy. Then all of a sudden, like he hit his head again, and all of a sudden he's fucking like killing pools again. God damn! Yeah, it's all, there's all kinds of stuff like that. Like people doing that, people leaving. There's always that people someone's missing, and then their fear dead may come back, and they're like they had some super plot to expose somebody. You're like, what the, the fuck? All I know is this: the one my very first fucking crush was that uh, Suzanne Lucci. I was like, who oh, is Suzanne, that lady? Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, that is a bad, bad one. I mean, she was the one that was on there. What's funny to me is when, um, because, like, back in the day, the soaps were, like, all white. Like, literally, everyone was white. There were no minorities, not even small roles, no nothing. And then they busted out that series, uh, was it Generations? Where everybody was mixing and shit, and everyone had, like, crazy fucking, that was, like, the new hotness, because it was the first new soap opera in, like, Decades. Dude, do you guys do you guys remember the teenage soap opera called uh, Swan Crossing? Oh hell! It, it had, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was she was in there. So yeah, it was like a teenage. It was like a teenage drama soap opera that came on like at three o'clock during the summertime. Wow. That show was fucking fire. Like if you could, right. if you had episodes, <laughs> that show was fucking great. It's like I remember bad. like Ter- terrible time summer school, slot. terrible time slot, <laughs> horrible, horrible. But it was in the summertime, so most oh, people okay. were off. So. Oh uh, yeah, no, I was watching Degrassi. Degrassi was the That was a soap opera for teenagers. In a lot guaranteed. of ways, in a lot of ways, Saved by the Bell was pretty fucking close sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, cool. yeah. I mean it's supposed to be a comedy show, but then they got all serious. I'm like, dude, this is soap opera now. A very special episode. Goddamn. Uh, sorry, who <laughs> who passed away? Uh uh next up we got uh we got my boy, Fred Ward. Uh, best known as kind of a cult star, and uh, Fred was in a few films that have cult following, such as Tremors and yeah. even Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Uh, he started more prominent movies, such as The Right Stuff, Silkwood, and Uncommon, Uncommon Valor with Gene Hackman. Um, he was a former U.S. Navy, uh, he was a boxer, he worked as a cook for a little while, a janitor, a couple other odd jobs. And then he, when he lived in Rome, 
He worked with Roberto Rossellini as an English dub actor for his films. Uh, he would later go on to star in HBO's Cast of Deadly Spell, and then films such as The Player, Naked Gun 33 and the Third, Dangerous Beauty, Road Trip, and Two Guns. He was 79. So, crazy little fact. He's been married three times. He has one son. His son is named Django. With a D? With the D is silent. Oh, mm. shit. The Django! So, yeah, Django Ward is his, is his son. That's a fantastic name. Fantastic name. It's just what to say. But R.I.P. to Fred. Everyone, everyone loved Tremors. I loved Remo Williams, even though they never did sequels because it didn't make money. But it's a fun. It was a fun little action film. Tremors had like, yeah, you're right about that cult following. Tremors was the shit. What was that that you just threw up there? Oh, it's what beer I'm drinking. It's called Black Daylight. Just badass name. (laughs) It's a 14 percent alcohol. I'm sorry, 14.2 percent alcohol barrel. Uh, bourbon barrel aged vanilla stout is quite oh, good. Oh shit, that's that's not my jam. And it's I love uh, fucking barrel aged beers. Lumberbeard, Lumberbeard Brewing up in Spokane, Washington. Oh, wow. Was it in your uh, was it in your uh, your beer loot crate? Yes, I spent <laughs> way too much money again on on Tavor because they fucked. Real quick, small segue. I had a, a good order from Tavor from last month, and I got it. I got a, a box in, and I opened it up. I was like, I don't, I don't remember buying any of these fucking beers. I was just like, whatever. Maybe I just fucking forgot. I'm getting old. You never know. <laughs> so, you know, I start, I, I drank one. I'm like, you know what? I really don't think I did this. And I, I pulled out the receipt and it was in like the receipts had some other dude's name on. I'm like, I didn't order these fucking beers. So I remember <laughs> I was waiting for a Fremont uh, beer, Fremont brewery beer. And it was, uh, it was aged by like four years. And I paid like 30 or 40 bucks for it. And I was just like, you know, what the fuck is that beer? That's what I was waiting for. And I was like, maybe I didn't order it. Then I, Look at the receipt. I was like, "Yeah, this isn't even mine." So I emailed Tavor. I'm like, "Hey, you know, this is not my my box." And they're like, "Okay, let, let's see what we can do about it." And so they gave me like three options, basically, like either have me meet up with the guy because basically they they swap boxes. Like they gave my box to another guy that was in California. All right, fine, whatever. Shit happens. So they gave me the options of meeting up with the guy and just swapping boxes, which you know, okay, um, having a carrier uh, pick up the boxes and swap them, or just refund everything. So I said, okay, well, like, how far away is the guy? And he's like in Ukiah, and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not driving fucking 150 miles to, to swap. <laughs> or not even halfway to fucking swap mm-hmm. boxes. That's just it's too far. If he was like in Oakland or even Santa Rosa, maybe that's kind of far. But still, I, I yeah, drive well, Santa Rosa. Santa Rosa is about an hour. Yeah, I'm not, but I'm not driving like too much further than that. And it was just like outside the range. So I was like, nah, you know, just just have the carriers, I guess, do the swap. And I guess the guy didn't respond. Like they were trying to contact him, he didn't respond. I was like, yeah, because he got the way fucking better crate. Yeah, I was gonna say he, <laughs> he didn't drink all your shit. Yeah, my shit was like way uh, four years old, four years age. This yeah. is delicious. Uh, I got one. Not more done the same thing. I got one more RIP. Oh, I, right. I got a bunch more, but yeah, uh, it's the uh, <laughs> to the ten victims That's of the Buffalo shooting. Yeah, you got their names. So I got them. No, I didn't. I didn't get their names because uh, it was hovering on one. I saw the numbers hovering between 10 and 11, so I was waiting for a final count. Well, right now, the, the count that I have is 10, but I believe it is 11. I don't know what the last person that passed away is, though, so I can give the names. Um, Aaron Salter, who was a security guard. He's age 55. I believe he was also a retired police officer. Um, he actually shot at the shooter, but he was wearing body armor, and he got uh, killed by the shooter. Um, if y'all didn't know what we're talking about, there was a mass shooting at Topps Friendly Market in uh, Buffalo, New York, Buffalo, New York, and it was a uh, white supremacist 
by his own definition, white supremacist that like a terrorist. Um, yeah, he's a terrorist that that went uh, over two hundred miles away from his home. He looked up like the the nearest location to him that had the the highest uh, place of black people, and he went to that market because there was most mainly black people to to kill them. And this is in his manifesto, so this is not arguable. Uh, his 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 gun also had incredibly ugly racial epithets on it. So the, the, I know I saw the N word was on this on his sites. Yep. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. he also had on um, the barrel. And then uh, he had some other slogan, like anti, super anti-racist stuff on his on the stock of his gun as well. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. The keep going. The keep whole going. shooting. The moment. right now, I just want to honor the victims. Mm-hmm. I just want to give a pretext of like what we're talking about. But we'll talk about it more in a second. Okay, so Alan <coughs> Alan Salter I talked about. Um, Ruth Whitfield was eighty six years old. Uh, Pearl Young seventy seven years old. Catherine Massey seventy two years old. Deacon Hayward Patterson was 67 years old. Celestine uh, Cheney was 65. Roberta A. Drury was 32. Margus D. Morrison, uh, Mo- Morrison, I'm sorry, was 52. Andre McNeil was 53. Geraldine Tolley was 62. Those are the names of the victims so far. I think there was one more, but I don't have that name at this time. Um, so, yeah, those are the victims of that you know, terrorist event. In uh, Buffalo, New York. This shit was crazy, man. Like, this this guy, he went on a killing spree. And, well, first of all, shout out to, to Twitch for taking the video down. But the guy streamed it yeah. on Twitch. And people were kind of giving Twitch, like, shit saying, like, oh, your guys took too long to download, to delete it. Like, how come these even happen? It's like, they can't control everything that's fucking coming through their streaming service. Like, I'm, they, there's moderators and this and that. But, like, yo, Twitch took it down, which is a good thing. But, like... The footage is still available online, and it's 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 hard to fucking watch. Like, I think it took it down like within minutes, which is pretty good. Yeah, I think it was like two minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, they, they, they probably they live probably, stream. They probably took it down faster than, the, than it took the police to respond. So, oh, oh no, and that's not a dig on the police. I'm just just saying, like, it, I mean, it takes time for somebody to call and to drive there. So, two minutes cool. is is would be a crazy response time. Um, one thing I will say, I know we're going to get into a lot of different angles on here. Uh, one of the things that I was really disappointed on, and I wish we could have had Stitch on here too, but oh, yeah. uh, uh, the one of the people that was working at, I think the assistant manager at the Topps supermarket, yeah. stated oh, yeah, I heard about this. calling 911, uh, dispatch hung up on her. Because she was um, whispering. And, yeah, and she had to have, I guess, texted her boyfriend to call 911 on her behalf. I am not in that profession and whatnot, but from everything I've always heard, that's a pretty big no-no in terms of mm-hmm. in terms of that. Oh, thrilled. Um, and uh, you know, if if you don't have the proper training or the proper disposition to be dispatch, literally people's lives can be drastically affected forever, or they can lose their lives behind that. So I was really disappointed to hear that, but I'm yeah. not. Th- I, I want to be really clear. I'm not throwing more blame at the dispatch person than the fucking terrorists. The terrorist is the one that was doing the actual killing. Uh, this is, uh, like Chrono said, true white supremacist. Uh, also, that's very important to kind of point out, at least for me, because everybody always likes to say, oh, it's just the old people being so racist and evil and blah, blah, blah. This is an 18-year-old grown man, but 18, yes. 18-year-old man. And so, uh, who did not grow up in a town with a whole lot of black people. He, he lived in a predominantly white-ass town. Which is not surprising. Oh. 
Yeah. I'm really glad you, you make sure to mention that he was a grown man because every all the news news outlet or not all of them, but they're they're saying that oh he's eighteen, he's eighteen, he's eighteen. It's like no, this is a goddamn man. This isn't like a fucking teenager. This is he knew what the fuck he was doing. Like yeah. stop it. <laughs> yeah, and they're already you know, this is one of the things that it's like they they're always trying to make it seem like these white shooters are younger than they actually are. But when you have a black victim, they make it seem like they're so much older. You know, when you have mm-hmm you know, teenage boys or even girls that are treated as, you know, adults, men and women. And it's like, no, like they're, they're kids. But in yep. this case, somebody that, that murdered at least 10 people. Oh, he's in his teens because they want to keep that, you know, that white innocence bullshit. It's like this, this is a fucking murdering asshole. Like stop yep. trying to protect his innocence. Like his innocence is gone forever. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Yeah. And, like, and, and also they, they double down on the, you know, oh, he's just mentally ill. There's nothing else wrong. He's just mentally oh, ill. No, no, he's not just mentally ill. He was the reason why you consider him mentally ill is from shit that he's heard from like a bunch of different places. And and still, even if he is just mentally ill, he's still a murdering asshole. And stop using that as like the only excuse is just him like, being mentally ill. One thing you can say that the reason why you would you could say that he's not mentally ill is that. He, he there's a, there's a in the video feed like he comes across a white person on the ground and he does not shoot them he actually tells the person sorry yeah and then he goes off and starts shooting other people like this guy's like crouched crouched down on the floor and he had him like he could have shot him right there and there but he said oh, oh sorry sorry and just kept on moving it's like okay and I, like I, he's definitely a tent for killing black people well let me give just a small thing real quick because i know you probably if you listen to the podcast long enough i've said that you know i think most people that commit some sort of murder especially mass murder, they are mentally ill on some level, which they are. But at the same time, it does not excuse like everything that they've done. It does not, especially when it comes down to his ideology and where he learned it from, which we'll get into in a minute. So, old ninja, go ahead. Uh, actually, shout out to Stitch, who uh, he was, I think, I don't know if he brought it to all of us, because I, I know he was the first one that brought it up to me, but he watched the video. He watched the video yeah. feed. And he said he felt ill, like watching Dude, it. He said it was the he said it was like the most fucked up scene he's ever seen. And he's seen some fucked up shit. <laughs> he's literally like, seen I, some fucked up shit. And then he watched I this saw. video. Like I'm a, it appears from his, my point of view, it appears from beginning to end. I'm pretty sure he finished it. He may not have been able to, but he Dude. he watched a lot and he described uh, two key points about one was the gun because I didn't know there was writing on the gun. Yeah. And he's the one who pointed out. He's like, "Hey, do you, he's he's asked us, did you guys see what he what's on the gun? Can you see this? Like, yeah." And you guys were like, "Yeah, I can see this N word scribed onto his sights." And they're like, "Oh." And he brought up one other point. <clears throat> I think it was about him um, uh, not shooting the white male that was on the ground. And then, like, there's something else that he mentioned that was on the tape. I I didn't have the stomach to watch it. I'll just let Stitch just do the play-by-play, but he braved it, so shout-out to him. I saw some still images of it. Actually, I actually saw a, a clip of one person being murdered, and I was like, I can't, I can't fucking do it. And it wasn't even, like, it didn't show the person. It was, like, blurred out, but, like, just even as pics, like, uh, this, uh, this is stupid. I shouldn't bring this up. You know how, like, when you were a kid and you watched a porn on the TV, like, you couldn't really see much, but you saw enough? You saw like, enough, yeah. This, yeah, this shit was pixelated, but, like, you could that was a human person. You could tell that it was a person. You just hear them scream and drop, and it's like fuck. Like, like I, I literally just watched somebody fucking die. Like that's ah. Yeah, I'm, I'm was, pixelated, but that shit's fucking hard to see. 
it was all it was uncensored on Twitter and people were retweeting and putting it up there. Um, it was on obviously 4chan, which we're probably gonna go deep dive in in, in a minute. Um, he was live streaming on Twitch, and apparently I think he was co-streaming on another site, from what I understand. I'm not I'm not quite sure because I know that they're trying to sue Twitch. I guess the state of That's or the, the city that they're in, they're trying to sue sue Twitch. I don't think Twitch is liable for any of this. No. So we'll see. You never but know. It's so crazy. So so the whole story starts with him like he killed four people in the parking lot as he's walking into this into the store. But like in his manifesto, he had like a, a layout of the store too. So like he had like a route he was gonna take to kill people, and it's like like the, damn, this is this shit's fucking straight murder. Like, there's no accidents or anything. This like he went in there with the intent to kill, and he killed like an old lady who like was she like in her eighties or something yeah, like that. Eighty six years killed... old was old, oldest person. Yeah, and there was a pastor was in there. But what's what's crazy about this? I know uh, Chronos or or Prodigy brought this up in the chat. Was that this this uh this super the supermarket that these people were in was like the only black. Or not only black, but the only supermarket in a dry what's it called? A dry county or food, dry it's a food desert is what it's called. Food desert, that's what it is, yes. And like people in this area fought to get the store in there and like for this to turn around and happen, it's like like what the fuck, man? It's this is fucking crazy. But like, yeah, yeah he, he goes in the store and just start unloading and like the like how Cron said earlier, like when he first walked into the store, the secu- there was a woman, she actually she was doing a news interview and she was talking about her story, which this this probably this probably break down into tears, but she had talked about how like she was like in the owl and she like looked and saw the guy come in and the security guard was like, Hey, stop, like what are you doing? And then like the security guard pulled out his weapon and he shot him, but since he was wearing body armor, like nothing happened. But then he the guy killed the security guard. And this woman had talked about how like her daughter was at the register. And how when everything happened, she just kind of froze and like hid. And like her first reaction was to like, like get out of get out of the way and like run or whatever. And I, first when she said it, like she like she like basically left her daughter. I was like, holy shit, she left her like a little kid. But no, her daughter was an adult. But she, and she was working there. And it wasn't like she didn't. It wasn't clear if her daughter was like one of the victims. But like her daughter was running, running the register. And it's like fuck. Like could you imagine like, like you. you she talked about how like she could have went back and got her daughter, but she probably would have been like killed because there was like somebody else that was in that general area that was murdered. So if she would have stayed there. She'd have been like victim twelve or eleven or whatever. But like just hearing her tell her story, like, fuck, man, that shit was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, did y'all see that there was some of the victim's family? They didn't know that they they had family members that they were there until they saw on the news or they saw part of the live feed. They watched their family members either get gunned down or they get talked about on TV. And that's how they found out that their family members was deceased because they couldn't get a hold of them. And they're trying to find them and they're looking on TV and, you know, all of a sudden they see or hear about their loved ones being, you know, in the fire. Yeah. I, and I mean, I just want to mention this. Uh, this is a true fucking coward. These are fucking old ladies, churchgoers, people just buying their fucking groceries. Black people just living their lives being black. And um, you just go in there with intent to mow everybody down that has a, a, a skin color that you fucking. 
I saw online, I don't know how much, how true it is because it's really hard to separate uh, all the facts because facts are uh, still coming in right now. But supposedly he had a friend of his that was Latino who had a black girlfriend too. Like, it's amazing to me that people can know this monster and you know supposedly he made some threats even in his high school which was just a year ago but you can know a a real life fucking murderous piece of shit terrorist monster and not i guess be aware that they're capable of going on a killing spree at any moment or maybe you are aware maybe you don't give a shit i don't know but this is just another egregious example uh it would have been awesome if we could have prevented this guy from getting a hold of uh, uh, of weapons to do this, but well, I mean, we let's let's keep it one hundred. All right, so apparently this guy he went into a mental institution briefly because he was caught when he was in high school. He was seventeen years old. It was last year um, mm-hmm. because he was he was drawing up plans to do a, a mass shooting at the school. So there it wasn't like this is out of nowhere. And then his parents yeah. saying, "Oh, he's not like that. Get the fuck out of here." Like, for real. Like, if, if you went into a mental institution for this, you knew he had fucking problems. Yep. Knew he had like, problems. Didn't, like, the FBI already, like, know about this? Like, they were investigating, yeah, just, like, the school shooting purpose or whatever. Yeah, it's just... We we know why they just kind of let it go. But this is, this is what happens when you yeah. let shit like this go. Like, somebody that needed some actual fucking help, and you just... Oh, but he, he's just... He's a good kid. He didn't mean it. You know? And well, I, I, I just... I'm tired of like getting these these bullshit excuses, to be honest. And uh, the fact that this keeps happening, like we we, you can see this shit coming. Like for the past like at least five years, you can see this shit coming. I mean, just look at the goddamn Tucker Carlson bullshit. I've talked, I think I talked about it on the podcast before about his whole like replacement oh, ther- yeah. theory thing, which is not a new thing, but it's like you know I talked about it before, and it's just like he keeps stirring up all this shit. About how you're trying to about how you're gonna be replaced. And then this is literally what he wrote down in his manifesto was word for word what that guy was saying. And now they're trying to distance distance themselves from what Tucker Carlson said on national TV over four hundred fucking times. Or mm. four hundred times he said it on his on Fox News talking about the great replacement theory, about how the Democrats are gonna are trying to import all these voters to come and vote for Democrats, blah, blah, blah. Which is such nonsense because it assumes that every single immigrant into America is automatically going to vote, de- vote Democrat, which is not true because if you look at certain subsets of immigrants, they vote Republican. Like if you mm-hmm. look at like Cuban Americans and shit like that, like they don't, they're not voting Democrat, they're voting Republican. But they, the problem that I have with like the whole, the great replacement theory and just like this, this white fear and like white rage, I think the main reason why they're so afraid and so angry about this shit. It's because they're afraid and angry that what's going to happen to them is what they did to others. And I think on some level, they recognize that there is systematic racism and they don't want it to happen to them. If uh, if the minorities become the majority, which is going to happen anyway. Like, it's yeah, that's happen right. in America. yeah, it's on the way. It's yeah. just like another couple decades and it's done. But it's like they're, they're fearing that they're going to get treated less than like they treat others today. And it's like, that's not what any single marginalized person wants right now. We don't, the vast majority of people that are, you know, the minority right now, they don't want to like put white people in, you know, some caste system as like the underclass. We just want to live our fucking lives. 
and get yeah. paid fairly and treated fairly and shit like that. We don't give a fuck about, you know, what you do with your life as long as like you're treated fairly and you're like a decent human being. But that's that's what they're fearing. Let me let me chime in too, because um, you talk about illogical. You're complaining about immigrants and shooting up black Americans who have been here for 67, 70, 80 years, born here. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? You know what I mean? Like, literally, you talk about some illogical shit. Black people have been here for 400 fucking years. 400 plus. 400 plus fucking years. Like, get the fuck out of here with all of your bullshit. And then the other thing I want to quickly say, yes, Cronus is absolutely right. Tucker Carlson does talk about this on mainstream TV, but his demographic isn't typically 18-year-olds. I think that goes to what Old Ninja was talking about with online websites and the 4chan oh. and a whole bunch of other places that are much more catered to 18-year-olds. Oh, for sure. In general. Not saying, not saying that he couldn't have watched Tucker, but I'm just saying it's more typical that you're going to hear some of the same things from Tucker on something like 4chan. For sure. But the, the reason why I bring up Tucker Carlson in particular is because he mainstreamed the idea. Like you can get, mm -hmm. a, there's a whole bunch of shitty ideas online, whole bunch yeah. of shitty ideas online, but they're not mainstream. Like you, you're not going to turn on the TV and, you know, well, up until recently and see like these crazy conspiracy theories, you know, like Jewish space lasers, you know, <laughs> oh, like, like, oh, like what the fuck are you even talking oh, about? I fucking you fell know? out. I fell out when I heard How about that. That. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, that shit, that chick is still in office. I no, couldn't I mean, believe. Not for long. Well, hopefully we'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, Madison Cawthorn just got the boot, so he's he's we'll one of the see. crazy ones, and I, I don't see her. She's going to be one of the next ones that's going to fall. Yeah, Marjorie wanna... Taylor Green, because she's still in office for now, but she has consistently said some very questionable, almost maddening stuff live on TV, on uh, talk shows. Some of that is kind of echoed. On 4chan. She confronted, just, real quick, she confronted, forget the kid's name, but he was one of the kids that survived the, the Parkland shooting. And she confronted him about uh, gun rights. Just like literally badgered him while he was walking down the street. And yeah. it's like, dude, you're badgering a guy that survived a mass shooting about gun gun control rights and how Americans don't need gun control when he watched his classmates die. Yep. Like, what the fuck? And this person is in a position of power in America. Like, how is this even possible? This should be yeah. literally impossible. This goes back to like a. There was an episode we did on Balance Exchange where we talked about like people that are in Congress. Like, there needs to be an actual fucking test to run for office. And I am yes. 100% for that now. Like, there needs to be, like, how much do you actually know about the fucking government? What are your actual beliefs? Because these crazy ass fucking people. Are, are running the country. That's why we're seeing, and it's minority, but they're really, they're treating them as a majority because they have way too many electoral rights in America. That's why we're seeing the rollback on civil, on civil rights. But the problem is it's the minority that's doing it. If you look at the current makeup of the, of Congress and uh, the Supreme court, they do not represent even half of America. They represent maybe 45. I'm being fucking generous. It's probably more like 40 percent of americans but they're overrepresented in our government and you you can look at you can look it up if you want it, there's a plenty of books on it look up just the uh look at the, the demographics between look up the electoral college between california which is a, a left-leaning state obviously and any other right-leaning state and then see how many um electoral votes per uh 
thousand per people in that yep. state, and it's it's ridiculous. I think it's like Delaware. It's like there, it's it takes like a thousand, at least a thousand Californians to make up one person in Delaware for the same yeah. electoral college vote. Oh. Uh, um, I'll, I'll just quickly back to this this terrorist. Um, and a lot of people really feel some type of way about uh, a white American being called a terrorist. I don't give a single solitary fuck, you know, come, come, come at me on it. But, um, he was also armed when police got there. I yeah, wouldn't have had any, any fucking problem. I mean, look, this is an armed active shooter, you know, and I'm, I'm not trained in law enforcement, but it sure seems like when you enter into an active shooting situation you wouldn't expect the general public would not expect all the time for someone to uh peacefully be arrested they talked him yeah, down say for... they, not, it's not even that they talked him down from killing himself they mm. talked him down they yeah. don't they don't give... I was gonna say like go ahead i'm sorry go ahead i'm gonna say like i was gonna bring up some other cases like for infamous george uh, floyd who was the police were calling him for fucking having a fake $20 bill and they showed up, threw him on the ground. I mean, there was a other altercation, but like fucking kneeled on, kneed on his back, which caused him to, to fucking lose his life. But like, there's like, um, the girl who was in her, her apartment and like, they came in there and thought they were looking for her boyfriend or some shit. They shot her dead and she wasn't even fucking doing anything. And all these people who were unarmed was fucking murdered for no fucking reason. And then we have, like, I, I think even for, like, the guy who shot up the, the movie theater in Louisiana, uh, like, he was safely taken into custody. I think they even took him to, like, McDonald's to get a fucking cheeseburger or some shit, right? Or is that another, another case? But, like, yeah, like, they... This guy, there was he didn't get fucking bum rush. He wasn't, like, fucking tackled down to the ground. He wasn't thrown down on the ground and handcuffed. No. They had him standing, turned around, put cuffs on him, and walked away with him. The dude who went on stage and tried to tackle Dave Chappelle mm. <laughs> got his ass he, with a broken yeah. arm and shit like that. I mean, it, bare minimum, bare minimum, some shit like that should have happened. But I, I mean, again, active shooter, you got an, uh, a firearm on you. There's dead people all around. You you are the prime and pretty much only suspect right, that, right then and there. Uh, nobody wants to see this person. Nobody's sane, I would think, wants to see this person uh, survive. Meanwhile, Wait, just, that, that, people get killed for magic guns. Yeah, right. I was going to say the kid who shot the people for like Black Lives Matter, like, dude walks right by the fucking cops with a goddamn gun. Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, it's just people are just they need, we, we need like a, a, real, a real change in America and it's, I don't think it's ever, we're going to keep having these issues and it's going to keep getting worse and worse and worse until people have had enough and shit changes. But I don't know if we're there yet because, I mean, but we're going to get there sometime soon or there's going to be serious issues here in America. I'm a Negro Domicist for you because they they keep rolling back civil rights. We have these fucking crazy people that are getting away, not getting away, but they're mass shooting, you know, minorities because they're scared of, you know, their whiteness. And like, how long do you think it's going to take for people to just keep taking this kind of shit? From people yeah. and and them and them being safe. I mean, this guy literally killed. How many bodies did the police have to go past yeah. before they reached that guy, and they took him in safely? How many yep. bodies? I mean, you there know? was fucking four in the parking lot already. So, and I, I'm not saying like <laughs> just shoot the guy on sight, but I mean, if it's gonna be protect and serve, 
then Jesus, you're walking past people you didn't fucking protect. I mean, obviously you weren't there, but I mean, still, like, this is this is what you're supposed to do, right? I mean, for other yeah. other demographics, you kill them with impunity for way mm-hmm. less way lesser crimes for in, fucking loose cigarettes, you know. In this situation, again, I'm going to only speak for Prodigy. I'd be absolutely fine with shooting first as the, as law enforcement and asking questions later. When you see this person has a firearm, they're the number one suspect. You see dead bodies on the ground. The, I mean. You know, it, I'm fine with that, but of course did, that didn't that didn't fucking happen. Did anybody read uh, part of the manifesto? Because I heard it was like pages long. But then pages. I heard it's only one. I heard it's only one page. No, it's 180 pages. I, I read something he, long. He wrote 180 pages. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's totally. He must have been. I mean, obviously, yeah, he, he has mental issues, but but he is obviously well within his faculties to plan out a fucking mass shooting and write a 180 yeah. page manifesto, get all these materials case of the place like you can't call somebody fucking criminally insane when he's doing all these steps you know to mm-hmm. plan this shit out that that shows a level of intelligence that he knows what the fuck he's doing and he's doing it for a goddamn reason so if this guy gets off with um you know mentally unfit to go to fucking prison honestly america deserves some serious fucking riots mm-hmm. like nobody in america should be okay with that nobody no. so uh, there's a. I haven't heard anyone speak on this yet, but this young man, he drove 200 miles out of his out of his living area, out of his community, to a whole separate community. It was roughly a two hour drive, two hours in the car by himself. That's like a, that's a three hour drive. Bro. Shoot I mean, he'd be driving pretty fast. I'm just saying. Even though it's still over an hour, <laughs> yeah. he, if he drove fast, he still would have made it in 90 minutes. Yeah, he, no, he no, time he was 200 miles it. away. Do the math, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, no. more like yeah, more like three. Yeah, it's like three hours. Was it three? If if you're driving 100 miles per hour, it's two hours. Oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. That's quick math, so bro. Just, quick maths. Quick maths. Um, still, he drove outside of his community. Yeah. It took him a minute. Uh, he went up to shoot up people he didn't know. However, even preliminary, I guess, forensics said that he had been there multiple times apparently people saw him casing the place i mean to them he's a potential buyer because that's what they're thinking like he's you're at a store what do you what else are you doing you got to be thinking oh i can pick up some some bananas or something and they're just thinking this kid was here maybe he liked the neighborhood and he was gonna visiting nobody knew what the fuck he was doing but he was casing the place well that's the thing with like that church shooting that happened a while ago too like you know the guy all the guy in the church a few times and you know a couple of weeks later he started fucking shooting up the church yeah this is why yeah. when people are like even to this day when other ethnicities are like why can't black people just pick themselves up by their bootstraps and it's like well shit like this happens and don't get me wrong it's been a long time since the whole fucking city has been you know burned down but we're edging closer to that and i'm not being fucking dramatic but we're getting closer to that because this is what's happened in the past this is the reason why they don't want to teach, you know, kids about, you know, real American histories because real American history has to do with a lot of white people destroying black towns and even bombing them from airplanes, including the federal government. So, and I'm not I'm not being dramatic. That's literally what fucking happened. They dropped bombs on towns and killed a bunch of white people once they got to a certain um, 
happiness and economic level. They were just like, they got more, they got more than we do. Fuck those people. We're just going to kill all of them and steal all their shit. And this is the way it's going to be or flood their entire town. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me just make one connection with people because sometimes, you know, things get left out of history and whatnot. You know, everybody for the most part, that's a sane person uh, views Hitler as extremely evil. And they're, of course, that's absolutely right. Hitler learned a whole lot from Jim Crow America. Like, mm. that's what he tried to model Germany uh, and the Nazi party after. He saw the racism in America and was like, I want to emulate that shit. And uh, you can look that up. I can send you the books that, that describe it all in detail. He talks about it in his own fucking words. So just understand that America's fucking racist problems have repercussions sometimes Um, global repercussions yeah i was gonna say there's also another incident in europe about a a forced exodus that also influenced hitler he took and it was like a partial genocide i can't remember which because he was like saying it was a good thing that they rounded up these people and basically killed them and he's like this needs to be done with the jews and i was like what the fuck and this this was the inspiration that he got from both america I can't. I I remember reading it a while ago, but there was another like it was like some small. It was like a small European Pro- country, though. Pro- probably. Hold on, real real quick. Probably, if you're if, uh, if you're talking about that old ninja, it's probably Italy because he did get fascism from Mussolini. He, he and did. Mussolini, Mussolini think... invented fascism, even though we don't study him enough. In no, yeah, of history. It's and, very very true. And he taught Wait, Hitler I... all of the organizational stuff for the Nazi power or the he Nazi did. party. He did. I'm pretty sure it was. I stepped away for a little bit, and I was still listening to the listening to you guys. And I think Cronus said something, and I think he, I think it might have been, I think he might have missed a word. But uh, when it came when it came to the bombing, I think Cronus had said that the bombing was on white people. But I think white people are doing the bombing. Yeah, they're doing the bombing. Yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify, uh, I'm not I'm I'm not sure if I heard you wrong or if if yeah, but Uh, just in case. I know. I think we know what he meant. I mean, it was it was in like when if you go back and watch uh, Watchmen. Mm-hmm. That that's based on real events, like part. Mm. I mean, part the the bombings and all that shit, and like what happened in the very beginning, that was a real thing in Tulsa. In Tulsa. Mm. So the, the oh, same as uh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah, Lovecraft. 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 That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Was yeah. It? Okay. Both. Of, well, both of them do it. Both of them have yeah. a. Both shows have a Tulsa. They're just the the difference is with Tulsa uh, in uh, oh, yeah. Washington. It's told from a um, historical oh. standpoint yeah. versus uh, TV series. In Lovecraft, the people from present day, which was actually the seventies, they go back to yeah, Tulsa. Yeah. So people in present day are there during the Tulsa bombing, and they knew it too. They're like, "We're in trouble. We need to get everyone. We need to do what we need to do and get back to the present." What's so, so crazy is that, like, literally watching Lovecraft, uh, Love, Lovecraft Country, that's the first time I've even heard about the whole Black Wall Street and the whole. Tel- Tulsa bombing. I was like, Most wait, America, this shit's yeah. fucking real? Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, goddamn. People, they, 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 didn't, they didn't hold the punches for this episode either. It just, The show started, first fucking 10 minutes was just black people being fucking murdered. I was like, what the fuck is going well, on? What was amazing to me, and I always will give credit to that show, uh, people argued about it. I remember seeing, like, Twitter yeah. online like, why are they making up some shit? And I was like, what? And yeah. then, a lot of people were just like, you know, this, this never happened. Why do they have to be so dramatic? I was like, God damn. And then eventually when people kept posting receipts, 
that's when folks uh, began to shut the fuck up and realize. Yeah, oh, I freaked oh. out. They're like, oh shit. And yeah, then when I, um, <laughs> when I was sitting there with K-Mac, I was like, this really happened. I was like, this is really weird because I, I remember like reading about this thing. It was like a recent reading that I did. And I was like, this, this shit really happened. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, like, look it up. She's like, she's like, holy shit. And then like, then it came with like the, the whole time frame of like all the other hundreds of other towns that this happened to. So when people talk about like, why are black people like so far behind now? It's like, well, at a certain point we were not behind at all. We were just, we were out on the same level as mm-hmm. white people at the time, given, even given the incredible, you know, disadvantageous disadvantageous times that we were going through and we still made it but then once we got to a certain level they just fucking destroyed an entire town you know and yeah for, so, sorry go ahead there's one person no, talking about how you, like how like uh people yeah. were caucasians aren't what is what's the term they use like they don't like to see their lifestyle threatened and for them to to keep that from happening is for them to just well, distinguish the, or to take out what's threatening their lifestyle. Can I just be honest though? Um, yes, there's some fear. Yes, there's some envy and all of that and, and obviously ignorance with it. But there's certain just monstrous people mm-hmm. that like to hurt black and brown and yellow. Like just like to hurt anybody they view as other. And you know, whether it's going into the Orlando gay nightclub or the yeah. synagogue in Pittsburgh or the church in uh, South Carolina, literally going after quote unquote soft targets, you know, mm-hmm. where people aren't really expecting anything. Like you're just going to church, going to the grocery store and seeing someone that doesn't necessarily nope. fit their beliefs of being, you know, ideal human beings and just going on a fucking killing spree. Well, like, we also had that, that shooting that happened in California too. That that kind of I think either happened the same day or the next day that happened. But then like what, what was that's a yeah what was the what was the reason for the Gilroy Garlic Festival shooting? Was that just like gang wivery or was that like no that was not a gang thing? Mm-mm. What was the reason behind that? I can't remember because it it impacted it impacted the Bay Area because holy shit like that shit was scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's so it's so it's so scary because like we've all been to the Gilroy Gallic Festival and it's pretty fucking crowded and low. It's a good fucking time and just to have some random person run there and start shooting people. It's like, it's holy shit, like I, I was gonna go that day. You go there with your family to eat, <laughs> yeah, and then and, and walk yeah, around eat fucking kangaroo and gator meat. <laughs> no, you eat garlic ice cream. But I had planned right. on going that day. I was going to go with a friend, and uh, they canceled last minute. So I'm like, all right, we'll go next year. And then, like, the next day, because we're, we were talking about the day before, and then the day of the shooting, we're like, holy shit, that could have been us. Yeah. We could have been right there. We got to bring it back up a little bit, like, unless you guys got anything more. Uh, I got to oh, I I, I, I I tell my, my Road to Park story. I think I told it before on the podcast, but. I was going to say one last but, thing. One last thing that ahead, sort of gave me some hope, but now I'm like, I have no hope. So traditionally, when it can't, when it comes to like race relations in America, the number one way for America to like change their ways is shame from Europe, because usually what happens is there's some there's pressure. Like what happened with World War II, the the the, the main reason why we had the civil rights movement be like so successful, besides obviously internal pressure, but it was external pressure from Europe because they saw like the way that we treated um, Black Americans during World War II. And during World War One, um, 
you know, people in the military were coming back. And if, and if you were black or brown, you wouldn't get your full GI, ben, GI benefits, which is the reason why we couldn't um, get a VA loan to, to buy, a pro- buy properties. They had, they had whole communities set out just for um, VA loans that if you were black, yep. you couldn't own a home there. Um, but then once they saw the way that, you know, Americans treated black Americans in person during World War II, they were just like, what the fuck? And then, and also because um, communists during like the Vietnam War, especially, and even Russians, they were saying how, look at the way that your own country treats you. Capitalism not, is not your friend. You know, try communism. And that was like a huge thing. And it was mm-hmm. shaming America for showing like their complete disdain for black people in America. And that's that's one of the major reasons why um, the American government decided to have like, hey, wait a minute, maybe what we're doing is wrong, you know, because we're going to, these people are saying that it's all these things and we're going to lose like a lot because people left. A lot of uh, black Americans, they left. They, yeah, black Americans that moved to Russia, fucking Cuba, a whole bunch of other places that nobody really talks about, but it definitely happened mm-hmm. because of all these racial tensions in America and just getting treated like shit for years. Well, and, same with the, the Olympics was a big, big part of that as well. Yeah, and recently, you know, I was thinking maybe we need to do that again. Like, go on the, the international stage again, plead our case to the UN, be like, hey, listen, we're still getting treated like shit. We're still getting murdered in the streets by the by the government and by the police. Like, what the fuck? But then the Ukraine happened. The Ukraine yeah. situation, the Ukraine war happened. The Russia-Ukraine yeah. war. And then we saw, like, how quick Europeans were giving U- white Ukrainians only um, just a pass to yep. come yes. to come on come on over and you know we'll, we'll help you out however you can. Meanwhile, you have similar wars in other parts of the country with brown people, and they are not giving them any sort of leeway with anything. They're no like we're not gonna we're not gonna help you at all. You're not getting any of these benefits, no none of that shit. But if you're white from the, from the Ukraine, when I say white, I'm being very specific because there's literally videos you can watch where they're kicking black people that are Ukrainians off of fucking trains that are trying to go to Europe f- for um, asylum. And kicking them off because of co- because of the color of their skin, and I'm not being dramatic. Well, you can watch correct. the like even like here in America, like we have like people from I was gonna say Cuba, but Cuba's part of America. I think yeah, no, no, no. Puerto no. Rico, no. I'm Puerto Rico. No. no, no. So yeah, we have people from like Cuba and stuff. They're trying to come to America to try to escape terrorism or communism or whatever, and like they we got we got people shooting them at the fucking borders and shit. Like it's it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, like oh you 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 Ukraine, you got people war. Oh come on over. Like come on, we we have scholarship for you. Like I think uh, there was a and we talked about this on a podcast, but there was like a HBCU. Is that, is that the Correct. HBCU. Yeah. Yeah, like who was offering free tuition and like black people were like, nah, bro, like this this shit ain't gonna fly because like <laughs> look at this look at the video clip. We got fucking we have Ukrainians calling people the N word and like. People who were doing uh, what was it um the not not the National Guards, but like uh, uh not Red Cross but something similar to Red Cross, but like they're warning their black people like oh hey yo if you're gonna, if you're gonna help out in this country just be prepared to be called the N word like left and right like you're going to be called the N word and it's like are you serious like why would I want to go help somebody who's gonna like degrade me like if I'm if I'm if I'm having somebody some soup and I'm like thanks N word I'm like you know what. Just Give me that goddamn suit back, like. It's, it's because people don't. It's the it's the fear of being on the bottom. You know what yeah. I mean? That that that's what it is. It's like it's these people that you know. As long as you're above somebody else, doesn't matter who it is. As long as you're above somebody else, you're okay. I also think that you know there's a very universal thing, and I mean 
globally of anti-black racism. And it's one of those things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. But, you know, you can go damn near anywhere on this planet and be treated like shit because you are black. Like, that is a thing. Didn't say everywhere. Didn't say all people. But you can be treated like absolute fucking shit in a country that uh, um, doesn't give a shit about about black people in general. And I think um, it was really shocking to see that stuff with Ukraine. But it is what it is. Can we talk about something happening? Wait, one well, quick thing. I, I looked up the whole uh, Gilroy Garlic Festival shooting, and this was in 2019. This is only three years ago. For yeah, some reason, I feel like it was like five or six years ago. Yeah, like this shit was recent. That's still very, fresh. This was like, like almost right before the not right before the pandemic, but it was like almost right before the pandemic. I mean, technically, the like, pandemic was like literally months away because I think the the festival is in like what August. Yeah, exactly. Like when it's hot as fuck, and that's yeah. that's literally. What, I think it's when it started. It was like September, right? Yeah, no, no, uh, no. I think the the pandemic happened in I think like November was the first case in like Wuhan. Yeah, like yeah, the Gilroy. The this incident happened July twenty eighth. So yeah, okay, like three, three, four months. All right, man. Green mommy milk. Yeah, we got them. You know you love them. You like your strong mommy milkers. You fucking Mm. weak. Um, there's the trailer. (laughs) For uh, She-Hulk, attorney at law, my girl from Orphan Black. What's her name? Tatiana. Tatiana something something. Somebody say Tatiana. Uh, I think of Ali. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tatiana me lazy. Actually, uh, did she win a Golden Egg? I think. I think she was a nominee because I know I put her on the list Ooh. for a Golden Egg Plan Award, but I'm not. I don't Ooh. remember Tatiana? if she won or not. Yeah, Tatiana. Yeah. Her work. Here's the thing, and a lot of people didn't see it because it was like I think it was a BBC show, but uh, Orphan Black. That is her fucking show. She plays like mm-hmm. 50 11 goddamn characters. They're all distinct. They all got different accents. They all got different things that they wear. Personalities. Personalities. And I was just like, who the fuck is this actress? She's excellent. And I think she got a whole bunch of like Golden Globe awards and all that. I mean, Google her. She She's somebody when it comes to shit, even if you haven't watched Orphan Black. Sorry, I'm just Googling Tatiana Ali. Just... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bad in her day. She's still bad. Uh, but uh, I'm. I'm it's actually right from Fresh Prince. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. She, was, she was bad. But um, She Hulk Attorney at Law is coming out two months or so. This is a little early, kind of uh, teaser trade. Not teaser. There's a full on trailer. Seventeenth. Yeah. So we knew that this was coming. You see, obviously, Smart Hulk in this. Uh, you see her doing some lawyer shit. You see Abomination. You see a whole lot of stuff going on. But most importantly, green mommy milkers. What'd y'all think? <laughs> I saw the trailer. Holy shit. I thought it was great. I mean, I'm not too familiar with She-Hulk. I just know she's a badass fucking attorney and she cracked jokes and shit like that. Uh, and she's she's fucking hot. But the actress they have playing for her, like I this chick is she's she's an un like her talent is overlooked. Like she is super fucking talented. I'm glad she's got this Disney role, but I'm I'm excited about this because the trailer was fucking funny, especially when uh when she wanted to go get some fries and she's like, hey, we can eat this back at my place. Actually, that that you know how like Luke Cage had the whole let's go get some coffee. <laughs> yeah, mm. getting fries to go is gonna be the new thing after the show. <laughs> she Hulk definitely in the comics and a lot of cartoon cartoons and whatnot. Uh, she is a woman that likes to be uh in charge and uh, in that bedroom a lot. Just just oh, saying, she's totally dominatrix. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, Amazon position intensifies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny to me because, like, that's all people focused on. They're like, oh, it's like uh, Lady Demetrius all over again. It's like, oh, oh shit, yeah, just pick me up and just throw me around. Use me as like some dudes are like, use me as a toilet. Other dudes are like, I just want you to cradle me. Other dudes will be like, oh, I'm down for the Amazon position. I'm just like, dude, what's wrong with y'all? Why Bad y'all? <laughs> Why y'all? Because literally, if she steps on you, she's probably gonna crack your rib cage. Worth it. Yeah. Snoop, <laughs> mm. Snoop. <laughs> or, or or rearrange your insides in a bad way. So I'm just Fuck like, as long as I can beat up those guts. Fuck, she won't beat up your guts. I mean, it's just well, like, we know. We know that Hulk is like strong, impenetrable from the outside. Well, how, what about his insides? Are those impenetrable? So, can you beat up her guts? <laughs> it depends on which Hulk. Mm. Yeah, um, I know that in the comics she dies at one point. In Age of Ultron, she dies. She sacrifices herself so Luke Cage can uh, gain intel on Ultron. She does a couple but times then, actually. She does. She's died yeah. recently. Oh shit, she's dead died recently. She comes back like pretty much right away, but yeah. Yeah, a lot of times they usually come back. Like when they killed uh Bruce Banner in um Civil War Two. Yeah. She was she was injured, but she wasn't dead, but she went she went kinda apeshit a little bit. Like she just kinda like went super power, super saiyan, super gamma, and just was like, Who the fuck killed my cousin? Type thing, so uh, it's going to be interesting. I guess. Well, I didn't know this. I guess there's a running joke that she's a bad driver. I guess because she keeps. Yeah, I guess the running joke is that she always gets into car accidents. She's <laughs> always fucking up cars because she's either <laughs> bad. Yeah, apparently she's either a bad driver. Or she just has bad luck behind the wheel, and I guess it's been a running joke since the second writer, um, took over. Like since her inception, so I think it's pretty interesting. Isn't that kind of sexist? Because like, there's like that stereotype that women are bad drivers. Uh, and since she's, possibly. Since she's a super version of a woman. Like she's a super bad driver. So like, um... I mean, but she doesn't. She doesn't need to drive. She can fucking leap. <laughs> she can make it to continents in like what three jumps or some shit or less. It's fucking hopscotching it. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I, I like the trailer. I was I was surprised. I was I was just worried because like the last Yale comic that I read was really shitty i made it like it, i i had like three comics and she didn't hook out once and i was like i'm good like i'm mm-hmm. good like you can't give me a shield comic when she doesn't fucking hook out i think it was incredibly disrespectful to the fans i don't care about uh jennifer walter's attorney at law i care about she hulk ass kicker of everybody all right <laughs> so don't give me so i was worried when i saw she hulk attorney at law i was like oh god damn it, here we go again but yeah, she looked out in the in the you know the trailer. So I have some some decent hopes for the show. I'm glad that it, it's being pretty well received. Pretty well received. I say people are talking about even Warrior Fellows talking about the CGI looks kind of kind of off, which it does look yeah. a little bit off. But it's also it's not it's not a movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I, no. I, I Go ahead. Just, if if you look at the Hulk, like the Hulk, like quality is still up there with the MCU level. So like yeah, but I, I think, think I, I think it's still pretty early with this footage, in my opinion. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, I said it looks incomplete. So I mean, they could definitely improve upon her her character design, but also remember that you know the Hulk he's an existing, you know, object in the MCU. So it's not it's pretty easy to CGI something that's already been CGI a million fucking times. 
you know so they they already That's have true. like his character <laughs> design like in there so it's like yeah the they're going to do him right cuz it's already done um but yes they they could definitely improve upon some things but i also think that it might be a semi not really uncanny valley but the fact that they're making um she-hulk kind of small well actually a lot smaller than the actual hulk and more mm-hmm. uh of jennifer's normal size they don't mean she's bigger than jennifer's normal size but she's not like she doesn't turn into like six foot or seven foot something hulk she turns into maybe like six two yoked woman and the hulk is like maybe seven foot five eight feet tall so i think that would be throwing people off is like seeing her more normal size than like her actual face is like so when you watch you know the mcu hulk like it's his face but it's still modified right so like larger dimensions but the face with her in the movie it's like she's just kind of green in her face you know yeah so that might be throwing people off but maybe they, they might be able to fix it. i mean they fixed fucking sonic so <laughs> it should have fucked it but then yeah. i mean look at like i mean Fucking Kendrick Lamar's goddamn deep fucking fake. Like oh, holy shit! Like yeah. the shit, the shit you can do with a couple of bucks. Like come on, Disney. Like I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure it's a probably early thing. But but then there's certain parts of the trailer too where it looks better than other parts. So like there's certain scenes where it looks better, other scenes where it's like okay, this is really bad. But I'm I'm still excited about it. But then also like um, I think she she's gonna be the first like super horny. Marvel character, like, cause, <laughs> well, kind of, kind of jump back to Cronus where he was t- worried about it being like an attorney thing. Like, uh, with Daredevil, they did a pretty good job of balancing that out with him doing like badass superhero shit versus him being an attorney too. So, if they take a page out of that book, I think they can have a really well balanced thing going on. Yeah, I just, know. I just want them, and I, it, the trailer hints at this, so I'm hopeful. But I want them to lean into the fucking cheesy fun and sexy fun, too. Like, she's a fucking hot-ass, tall, green muscle chick. You know what I mean? She knows it, and she dates a lot, and, you know, she does. You know, she has fun. She fucks who she wants. I mean, I, I think we're at a point now where we can finally, hopefully, see a little bit more of the whole just... not. I'm not saying it's going to be a fucking porn, but, like, more adult side. <laughs> but of, also... I mean, <laughs> well, uh, I hope here's the thing, you know, damn well, if, if the show is any good, they someone's already working on the porn right now. Even if it's it. terrible, it'll be on Pornhub. Someone's going to see you out of the shit. Of, you know. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. technically it's be already on, on there, kind of, sort of. I mean, you, y'all may not know, but like uh, there's already been a She-Hulk in porn. And it's funny because it's played by China. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, there's, an Aven- there's an Avengers porn where She-Hulk, played by China, is basically like, wow, taking man. on multiple dudes. There's <laughs> nothing better, though. I'll, I'll t- rewind the clock to, what was it, like seven years ago or something? Before Overwatch even fucking dropped, they had the goddamn <laughs> porn for all them girls getting fucked with, the vo- with similar voice acting. I mean, it sounded just like fucking Tracer and shit. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Know that was the know audience. I wonder what the rating at the the what thing rating will be because Disney Plus now has like adult content, like not adult content, but they have mature content. M, M rating, yeah, well, yeah. So I wonder if this if this could be. But I heard I, I heard they went back and like literally on the Sam and Bucky show, 
erase some of the blood in the fucking Captain America scene. But that was before, yeah, like, the yeah, acquisition they got of caught. Fox. They got caught and went back and just deleted it. They just went back to the OG shit. Weird. I was like, people have already seen this. Like, what mm. the fuck are you doing? Yeah. No idea. I, but I, I hope this is more on the MA ratings because I like sure. to see some, some violence on Disney+. Plus. You want because green mommy milkers too. Don't fucking lie. I do. I do. Shit, man. <laughs> fucking call me out. Call me out. <laughs> because she looks, she looks thick. <laughs> she, yeah. looks, she looks fucking thick. And plus, that actress, she's fine as fuck too. So I'm not even gonna lie about that. I'm, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that Daredevil makes a like a cameo, as like awesome. a, as a like a as an attorney. Like I know that there's a, there's a comic run. They have to like go up against each other. One's a defendant. Or not defendant. One's the defense lawyer. One, the other one's the prosecutor. And I think there's a case they did work together. I'm not 100 percent aware because they're both defense lawyers. Yeah, but there's there's I guess there's a famous run where they had to battle each other in court, hmm. or one flip sides. The, uh, they in the bedroom. Brown chicken. Brown. Uh, that I, that <laughs> part I don't know. I, I didn't read it, but I think it'd be cool to see, like, um, Murdoch show up and. <laughs> uh, and then, like, it kind of hints that he might be getting a new series type shit. That well, they're bad. all in that, that world. I mean, Spidey, Far From Home, No Way Back, I forgot who you are. They, uh, <laughs> Murdoch was in that one. <laughs> he was. That's what I'm saying. If he, if they ramp up his, there's been rumors that they're going to continue the series. And if they bring him in as a launch pad through She-Hulk, I think that would get a lot of people uh, excited and on board. Well, here's the thing, though, too. Like, Charlie Cox... He's a great actor. He did awesome in all three seasons of Daredevil and all the crossovers and all of that. Um, like, use him now. He's not getting any mm-hmm. fucking younger. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Strike while the iron is hot. And that cameo in Spidey was nowhere near enough. So, no, yeah, I'd be down for it. Yeah, but like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I really, because I, now since those shows are on Disney Plus, I really hope they continue. Not for Luke Cage, not Luke Cage. Uh, fucking Iron Fist. Fuck that! It was it was hard. He was a hard. That actor was horrible. But like Luke Cage, fucking Jessica Jones, uh, Daredevil, like fucking Punisher. Punisher was fucking amazing too. Like, wait, actually, is Punisher on Disney Plus or not? Punisher is on Disney Plus. Okay, mm-hmm. I was gonna say because that one, that Punisher was a little bit like MA plus. <laughs> like it was a little more violent than normal. It's a lot but, of blood. Like, yeah, like yeah. I wish. I hope Disney will continue those series because they were great. Like, I mean, you know. Winter Soldier was Winter Soldier and Bucky was really good. Uh, fucking, Bucky yeah, fucking Scarlett Johansson was really but, good. Not sorry, <laughs> fucking uh, Scarlet Witch, like that show, like Vision, Wanda and Vision, that was yeah. really good. Like those shows are really good, but like they're not. I don't. I think Jessica Jones and Daredevil were like top notch. Like those are still the best of the TV series franchise. Well, the the only problem that I have, and I agree with you, Blue, in a lot of ways, but a lot of those main actors are literally on other shows, like mm-hmm. Luke Cage, and even um, Misty is on like some Judge show on CBS or something yep. like that. Well, they should quit. Easy <laughs> <laughs> the solution, bro. There you go. There you go. Put one more zero on the end of that fucking paycheck, and yeah. I'll be like, you know what? Right. <laughs> Kill my character off. I'm going to Disney. <laughs> I mean, I I love what Luke Cage did. You know, both seasons. I, I love like the fact that they were they are featuring a lot of black artists, and there was like a lot of black artists that I knew you were fucking heard of before yep. that came on that show, and I was just like, and they not only did they feature them, but they like 
they had him in like basically like a little mini music video on like every episode. And I was like, this is really fucking cool, you know? Fucking dope. Yeah. You had Mahershala Ali really bringing it as Cottonmouth or whatever in the first one. And then yeah. you know, all that. I mean, everything was good on that. I loved it. Um, But I got something else for y'all. Oh, shit. Is we, it what I think it is? We are finally getting some animated adult themed Scooby fucking. This motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God damn it. And I'm talking nudity, brains, guts. This is not your uh, 1980s, 1960s, 1970s Scooby Doo. Did y'all up, this with Mindy? What's her name? Mindy. Mindy Caitlin. Mindy Yeah. yeah. Well, when you when you when you had like the uh, the tweet that you showed, I was just like Mindy Caitlin as you know Velma. I was like, mm. it's not just because she's you know South Pacific Islander or whatever. I don't that part I didn't really mind. I was just thinking about like her as like the character. I'm just like, I'm not seeing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but uh if if she's just and also I'll give you another critique. Because they had like a the screenshot of like the graphic scene and you know, they had what's her other the other chick's name? Daphne. Daphne, Daphne. where she was like kind of naked or whatever, and the head is like all fucked up, and I was just like, but why is Velma wearing some fucking some sweater that's covering up all the, <laughs> the, the, the stuff form like, fitting, ma'am. What it's like, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be supposed to be thick. No, give me, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, if you want to call me chauvinist, sexist, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Velma, well, should be thick. I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a little chauvinist here because, like, uh, when she had mentioned that she was gonna, like, she's doing on an animation for uh, a show called Velma, I was like, wait, because Velma's a South Asian. South Asian girl, and I was thinking, like, wait, there's um some adult content that's a comic called Velma, and I was like, wait, there's a comic called Velma. Let me look that up real quick. That it's actually Velma Ma, and I was like, oh, okay, and it's it's a little different, but like, I was I, I was uh, that hentai is fucking great, <laughs> just to be honest. But like, <laughs> I know she, was, I didn't, I didn't understand where she was going with that, so. Like the fact that it was, it's related to Scooby Doo, I'm like, uh, okay, we'll we'll see how this goes because this is gonna be an HBO Max, and yep. HBO Max right now, any animated shows, like even Adventure Time, Adventure Time, uh, Disneyland, it got real adult when I went to HBO Max. Like there's fucking, yep. not there's not fucking, but there's like the content on there's more adult, and watching like the like seeing the little screenshot makes me think of a uh, Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn yep. on Disney on HBO Max. It's fucking amazing. It shows so goddamn funny. It's so great. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Um, I've always liked Scooby Doo, like literally since I was a fucking kid. And obviously there was some cheesiness and whatnot to it, but it was always fun. You know what I mean? It was kind of family friendly fun. But um, you have Scooby Doo fans that are literally in their sixties now. So, like, it's well past time to do like a spinoff or whatever. More mature. You know what I mean? Because it, I mean, you can literally see with like Fred and Shaggy and whatnot. It's a '60s cartoon that somehow, some kind of way, survived all the way till now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I wonder if you looked up like racist Scooby Doo episodes, what would show up? Yeah, I hope that I really something. fucking hope they don't. That's probably the Globetrotter. The Globetrotter is going to show up. Or Globe. Uh, was great. I've seen that like a million times. That shit was funny and that awesome. It was funny. Shit. But. Uh, but yeah. like uh, I was gonna say like eight uh Cartoon Network did like uh, Cartoon Network and maybe Nickelodeon they did a rebranding a reboot of fucking um 
a Scooby-Doo. And it, the animation is just fucking garbage. So this will make up for that. But then also, there was like controversy recently about Velma being like a lesbian or being like bi. And like that was, there's a bunch of controversy let her, behind let her be. that as well. Yeah. She's yeah. still thick. I'm good. <laughs> but the funny thing is, like, when growing up, though, I remember, I remember not a lot of, uh, you know, little boys my age were all into uh, Velma. And I was like, Velma's the bad one. You know, and they were oh, like, nasty, nasty. And I was like, are you crazy? It's all about Velma, you know? So, and then even in those live action movies in like the early 2000s, Velma was bad. Uh, it was the woman that played the Hawkeye's. Uh, she played Hawkeye's wife in the, yeah, the MCU. Wife. Let me just put it this way. As, um... as a kid, I had the intuition to know that. You know, Daphne was the paralyzed starfish, and Velma mm-hmm. could throw a thing in a circle. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that big orange sweater off. Let's go. You know, so I'm, like, I'm fucking excited about this. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, uh, speaking of HBO Max, uh, there actually was, I mean, I think this fell on my radar like a while back, and it just, I just happened to be scrolling through HBO Max and found it. But there's a, there's a Jap like a Japanese animation style anime DC movie called uh Catwoman Hunted. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's really fucking like it's it's really fucking good, number one. But like the opening credits, I was like, oh shit, this is like so there was um there was, there was a time when it, on on uh Nickelodeon they had like a like a DC block and they would show like little clips of like DC shows or DC like like comic book characters in different animation styles, and there was one that they showed Batman and like in Japan, and he was very, he was fighting against like Bane and like Catwoman showed up and stuff like that. So they kind of teased on that, but like this, it's not a it's not a it's it's a movie, but it's only like an hour and a half, an hour and twenty minutes long. But um, yeah, it's about Catwoman. She's still some some precious gem from um some crime syndicate, and like Black Mass is in it. Uh, Batwoman's in it. Which is kind of cool, dude. There's a scene. Sorry, I hope this. I hope this is a spoiler, but there's a scene where um, where Catwoman is seducing uh Batwoman, and the shit's fucking great because we know we know Batwoman's a lesbian or she's bi in the comics, or whatever, and she's literally like seducing the shit out of Batwoman, and like Batwoman's just slowly falling for it. It's like she would she would have done this shit to Bruce Wayne too, and would have done this and would have got the same fucking reaction from him. Like Bruce Wayne would have been like fucking putty in her hands because Catwoman is fucking sexy as hell but like the animation style is very anime themed it gets like the opening credits gives me um cowboy bebop feel like actually I, I went back and looked at the director because like like the music and stuff that was played in the beginning was like holy shit this is cowboy bebop or like uh samurai shampoo shampoo I was like holy shit this is this is fucking I'm digging this but like even like the opening credits like DC like comics is in Japanese subtitles or not Japanese subtitles, but it has Japanese characters. <clears throat> it has kanji on the bottom. But yeah, this just, this show is really fun. I think it just came out like last week, but it's it's really good. It's it's a good watch. It's a quick little hour to watch. You get to see Catwoman do some badass fucking shit. You get to see Catwoman fight against. Uh, I don't. I'm not gonna spoil it. She fights against some characters where you're like, holy shit. Like okay, cat versus cat, like this fucking makes sense. I don't. But then like we get the whole, you know, um, anti-hero like, like why is Catwoman doing this? And at the end, you realize like, oh shit, like she's doing this for a fucking for a purpose, which is kind of cool. But like some of the actresses, um, 
the woman who does the voice of Batwoman is um oh god she's the one that's the voice from Encanto she's the daughter from Encanto uh oh. something Beatrice uh, hmm. I can't even name I don't know the voice actress but uh voice. yeah I was I forget both actress too but uh yeah but like the, the the list of people that are on here are pretty good uh the guy from Allstate, the Allstate stand guy, he he does some voice work for one of the characters oh, so on there. You're, you're, you're listening to it in English, huh? You're one of those guys. No, <laughs> it's 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 only in English. It's not in like. Oh, it's not actually an anime. It's not actually an anime. No, it's not. It's not an actual anime, but it's Japanese animation oh, style. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was interested. But uh, yeah, it's, said that. yeah. It's, I mean, it's really. It's like um. It, it, Bro, when I first started watching Bro, it, it made me think of. It made me think of uh Batman Ninja. Yeah, lost his erection for it. He was yeah, just like, oh. <laughs> I said, I was thinking when you're talking about Catwoman. I was like, you know, it'd be a, a great Catwoman, like, uh, like Arch Nemesis would be Dogman. Just saying, <laughs> I think they, they missed they missed a, a step on that one. Should not be Batman, it should be Dogman. There you go, there you go. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, I recommend it. Check it out. I mean, HBO Max, the, the DC, like, like, uh, animated universe. It's it's on fucking point. Like it's always really good, and, and this There's one's stuff on there. it's a lot of it's uh, it's a lot of fun to check out. And it's short. So, it's only an hour, hour, yeah, an hour twenty minutes. A lot of the like animated stuff from like the CW is now on HBO Max. Like Vixen, the Ray, uh, okay. the um, the um, Deathstroke. The yeah, Deathstroke stuff. There's more than one. Okay. I think Dungeon and Dragon. Or what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that never. That wait. That shit never got a goddamn sequel. Like, I didn't, but it was good. Like, holy it shit. It was supposed to be like a TV series, and it just... just it turned it into a movie with it. what they got. It's, it feels unfinished. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so unfinished. But it, it was a, it was damn good. But yeah, all but that stuff's on HBO Max. Young Justice is kind of getting a little more interesting. Last episode was like, okay. Oh, yes. Some fun. So that is part of... That was actually part of my intro. <laughs> so uh in this last week's last week's um young justice uh it starts off with Zatanna saying she needs a detective and i was thinking well is she going to go to batman for this i'm like well maybe not she's probably going to go to um oh, yeah. the question cuz like i know that the question's kind of more of a conspiracy theorist but he is kind of a detective and usually they don't like going to Batman on Young Justice. They always want to figure it out themselves and use some ancillary character to help them out. Usually the even though they're a quote unquote senior Justice League member. And um depending on what was happening, the question would be uh Helena. Because uh I think I think the question died in, in Young Justice or not Young Justice, but um Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, Justice League Unlimited, I think it did. But they go to Dick Grayson. And he's kind of like he went back to his roots. He went back to the circus. Yeah, and, I was like, and he went. He's got other alias too. Yeah, he like did, yeah, he he like Daniel something, something. Uh, and then he, I think it's because of his detective, uh, or when he worked for the CIA. When he worked for the CIA, he had a different alias, and I think they used that in uh, Young Justice. And so, like, <laughs> Zatanna goes to dig. And they put put the pieces together and whatnot. And there's a scene where he's in the room. It's it's Dick Grayson, um, uh, Artemis Croc, Zatanna, and Rocket. And, and Dan Danger. 
Oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and so like one, and then like Artemis is just like you know, they're all she's talking to Dick, and she's like, well, the you guys would know him better than me because both of you dated him, and they're like they're not even mad. They're looking at each other and they just kind of shrug and like giggle, and Dick's just like he has the biggest smile on his face. I'm like, God dang, Dick. And Rocket, Dick, Dick Rocket is a black girl. Never, <laughs> never forget this. Dick Grayson likes all kind of pussy. Well, like, I think I, it's more like the girls like Dick Grayson. If y'all remember the whole um, incident with um, Warner Brothers and the season three of Harley Quinn, and they were talking about how Batman didn't eat, don't eat pussy, and all of these fangirls, like we're talking some of them professional, like ones that. that work for Nerdist, ones that work for IGN, they all came in support of Dick Grayson. They're like, well, if oh, yeah. Bruce Wayne don't eat pussy, you know Dick Grayson's oh, yeah. eating pussy. And Thank it was. You. It was hilarious to me because there's all these fangirls that are all about Nightwing, all about him just slanging his shit. Because, like, if you look at his track record, if you include Rocket Satana, there's also Coriander, um, probably Barbara Gordon, probably a few other chicks. Ain't no problem. The list is is a fucking mile long. Yeah. Grayson been slanging that fucking pipe all And I think it's what's funny is that in the show, like Dick, he doesn't gloat. He just has the biggest ear-to-ear grin. Like he's like, "Yeah, I totally smashed both these chicks." Because he smashed Satana. It was just hella funny. But they went to him for help. But I still think it's funny that he just—he's in a room with his exes, pretty much. And because again, even in the Titan show, Dick Grayson be smashed. Uh, no, like Teen no. Titans, like the original. No. The yeah, TV no, show. the t- Titans the TV show. He smashes uh, yeah. Coriander like literally the weekend he made her. Well, no, like he like the like the Red Canary or whatever her name is. Like he smashed on her and like her boyfriend or man now was like mad uh, that he fucking showed up at the door. Oh, Red Canary, no, he um no. Dove. Uh, yeah, Hawk and Dove. He smashed Hawk dove. and Dove. Yeah, so he and smashed like they, uh, the female Dove, not um not the guy Dove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just... did you? Did you did you did you watch? I mean, I'm pretty sure you read, you listened to the ending credits. Who do you think is inside the box? Because I have my theory. Oh, I think they showed who's in the box, and I couldn't remember who. Yeah, I think they showed who's in the box, and I'm pretty sure it's one of the kids from the bus. Oh, so I I think it's Cyborg. No, I don't. I don't because they told you. Yeah, Cyborg's an adult. He's yeah. Cyborg's Cyborg's an adult. And they tell you it's an eleven-year-old boy. So yeah, I guess we're gonna have. We already spoiled it. So continue in the spoiler. Basically, the end credits of um, Young Justice. There, they the Green Lantern Corps acquired a fire uh, a father box from a Kryptonian. And they were using it to time travel and, and do a bunch of nefarious stuff. But then when the um, Green Lanterns are examining the father box, they found out that the core of the box is a is a 11-year-old boy. And they, and they haven't figured out how to open it yet without, like, killing him. So we might find out tonight at midnight what's going to happen. With Young Justice, you got to stay – you got to – you gotta watch the credits because the credits yeah will credits tell you kinda... a lot of fucking more to the story. So, Even though it's short, like it's, yeah, it, they're it, short. It into it. Sometimes some of them are just like anecdotes, like some like when they're picking who to be in the Justice League, 
Like, I yeah. mean, that's not a. It was just an interesting scene because their characters. Some of them are characters you've seen. There's a handful I've never seen because it's literally a whole page that they scroll through about who they're going to add, and they have Black Lightning who doesn't say he hasn't even been in anything. I mean, he's head of the Justice League now, but he hasn't said anything all season. And then um, the one where Superman being a dad, like not he's thinking that. You know, you're thinking there's a weather on fire at the house. It's just like he forgot to have to buy diapers and he exploded on Lois. So, he, so he's got to leave a meeting. Yeah, he's got to leave a meeting to go get diapers. I think I thought that was funny. But there's, there's some other funny points. There's like uh, in uh, Teen Titans versus the Justice League, I think that's what it was, where, uh, where, <laughs> where Dick Grayson is talking to Starfire and she's like, oh, you want to play that little game that we normally play? And he's like, oh, no, no, not the game. He, like, closes his laptop or something because she was about to, like, take off her clothes or some shit. That's Holy awesome. Shit. She does it all the time. She does it in the Judas Project. Yep. I, think it, I think it was Judas Project. I think that's what the Judas called. Project, she talks about his oral skills. She talks about his skills in the bedroom, and he has to stop yeah, her. Yeah. She does it, like, twice. <clears throat> and Dick Grayson has to stop her from telling, like, a very, like, new group of Titans that what they do in the bedroom I thought was hilarious. It's that shit is funny. Kronos, get back in here. What's up with the Unburied? Yeah, Batman oh. Unburied. Yo, if you are not listening to this podcast, this is air Green. quotes for people that are <laughs> listening. <laughs> it's This is one of the best things you can listen to. Um, the audio quality, production quality, all the voice actors, it's so good. The story is so good. It's something that is... Even though I sort of, I actually guessed who I thought like the villain was, and I, I was actually right. So I was like, "All right." So that, that was kind of. I cool. was wrong. Oh really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Not... So. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I, I, like I was right about like what was going on, but if you base off of the animated series, like the character in the animated series was a certain person, but the person who actually was doing it was somebody else. I was like, okay, I was I was wrong about that, but I knew what was going on though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I knew what was going on from the pretty much from the jump. I was like, yeah, something's sums up. But yeah, it was uh it's definitely unfolding in a really cool way. So basically the Batman Unburied series, you talked about it before on the podcast, but basically you're you're getting two podcasts every week on Tuesday when they drop. And it's basically an audiobook with like yeah. and, and the production quality is right up there with like Dune and Sandman. So don't think of just some like narrator, even though I enjoy just narrators, um, you know, reading a book. This is like a whole production thing. Like it's basically like yeah. when I, I've, I've been listening to it, and it's funny because like in part of this podcast, they actually have a throwback to back in the day when they used to do like these audio only shows on the radio. Yeah. And I, I was like, like, like War of the Worlds. So like War of the Worlds back in the day, one of the reasons why it was so amazing is because people went into a frenzy because they thought it was like a real thing that was happening. But it's because they had like all these special effects and all these other things happening to where you felt like you were just totally sucked into this story. And, I love this story. <laughs> yeah, and, and Batman Unburied is like, it's the same thing. Well, I'm totally engaged in like all these things. And like there's things that they're doing that are like they're auditory Easter eggs like in the show. And if you're a Batman fan, you're just like, oh my God, like I know what he's doing. You know, like I'll just give like one example of like there's a part where like Alfred goes to I think it's like a clock. And he mm -hmm. like he puts the clock hands at a certain angle. Well, you can hear it. You do, obviously you can't see it. Oh, yeah. 
But if you're a Batman fan, like you know like what he's doing. Like this is one of the ways you get to the fucking Batcave. Mm-hmm. It's like you do the, or you play the piano on certain keys. Yeah. And so you know that like they, they don't they don't explain like what he's doing, but you know what he's doing to get to the like, Yeah, they don't they don't say Alfred walked up to the clock and put their hands to the right fucking time or he yeah. played a certain note on the keys. You just hear and it's like, oh shit, he's playing the piano and he's fucking but, out. So was this in Wayne Manor or was this at the clock tower? In Wayne Manor. Okay. Yeah. But uh like yeah, like the production value of the show is fucking great. Like even there's like a there's like a scene where like uh like people there's people talking in the background, like just people just chatting in the background, and you're like, holy shit, like there's people saying like, Oh, I can't find them, they went this way, let's go after them. It's like holy shit, like you're you're literally they're literally painting a picture in your head. They're making you dream of your own fucking movie and, and it's fucking great. And it, it's so cooking, it's crazy because like the voice actors, like I know I know who they are, but like I'm just they're just I'm just picturing fucking characters that I've I would imagine will be these fucking characters. Like it's 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 really fucking good. Like ho- like holy shit. <laughs> Like how, uh, like I was gonna bring up like the whole um, I think it was uh, uh, I can't what show like they played around with it, but like the whole like old school radio station where everybody sits in front of the radio at night and listen to stories that were told on radio. It's it's literally that. Like you can be listening to the podcast, doing work, and will still be like focused. You you know what's going on with the show because like they're so detailed about what's going on. Like like you know. Bruce Wayne is down at the pier. You can hear like a foghorn in the background. Like it's very, it's very detailed on how the uh, the environment is presented to you, which is fucking cool. And also, what's kind of gross is like listening to somebody getting carved up. It's pretty fucked up. Like it's it's definitely a, a rated M. Uh, oh yeah, podcast for a reason. Like listening to somebody get carved up is like it's pretty gross. <laughs> so um, wait, we so- like somebody being. Like being shot like gunfire and stuff like that, and hearing like gunfire like hit a body, like you 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 hear somebody getting shot, and you're like, oh shit, like wow, they they you were a dumbass for standing up for one thing, but like <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, Curtis, have you not seen the Batman on HBO Max? I know that you're busy, but no, not yet, because I'm I'm busy. I got a uh... yeah, okay. Because I was gonna say there's certain scenes in the film that kind of do that where they blur stuff out but the sound is very like you start seeing the start of something gruesome and it blurs out but you can still hear the sound of someone getting stabbed carved up it's does the same shit it's pretty fucked up (laughs) but i get it and shout out to orson wells for causing a panic through multiple states through his radio show and he was sought after by the police. I think the FBI too, for entertainment. That that was the fucking G of shit <laughs> That's the you could ever do back in the day. That's how you know you're good when you you were so realistic that everybody thought it was real. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it still happens really? today. I mean, people still think oh, yeah. fake shit is real today. True. Certain. Just True. take your eye from acting. dang. Um, <laughs> Really quick, I just want to point this out because this is kind of funky, and and I figured Project would have brought this up by now. What's that? Uh, so Dead by Daylight, very popular game. Uh, Stitch's wife's favorite game. Uh, it's coming out with a dating sim. 
Y'all see this shit? Yeah, I did hear about this. So the dating sim is called Hooked on You. Like, <laughs> it's some fucking horror fucking, you, like, tongue-in-cheeky fucking bullshit. You know what's funny, though, with some of those dating sims? Um, you'd be surprised. Some of them sell fairly decently well, especially, like, ones with zero production budget and a whole lot of, like, just cheesiness. You'd be surprised how popular some of them can get, and especially when you have the name Dead Dead by Daylight, which was an incredibly popular fucking it's game. Extremely Still is game, and so it's gonna it's coming out this summer on Steam. This is made by Psyop, the creators of I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. <laughs> Same people that did that are doing this Dead by Daylight um, dating sim, which will be out this summer. I think it's super funky, super weird, but it's also very dank and hilarious. I'm sorry. It's called Finger Lickin' What? Uh, it's called... Uh, the KFC I love, one. Yeah, it's called I Love You, Colonel Sanders, a finger licking good dating simulator. There you go. Hey, ladies. Do you like fried chicken? Because <laughs> I like some fried chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's all crazy. Look it up. Uh, somebody's going to... Somebody's gonna, Take that one clip and just like make me a racist meme. Yeah. Uh, if, was, if you don't like fried chicken, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, so, Blue doesn't like wait. fried chicken. Something wrong with him. But we already established this. So yeah, yeah. So wait, 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 wait. Jump back to Young Justice real quick. The actor <laughs> who does the voice of yeah, the actor who does the voice of of Dick Grayson is Jesse McCartney, Jesse and Lee. he's he does the song. Like he's a singer. That's from yeah. back in the day, right? Like, like beautiful, yeah. beautiful soul, and like leaving and kiss the world goodbye. Like wasn't that from like the early two thousands, late? Yeah, yeah like he's yeah. a little fucking, he's a little team bop, but he yeah. does a really good job at Dick fucking Grayson. Like yeah. holy shit! There you <laughs> go. Just with, uh, what's her name? Um, so Danica McKellar is on the show. She's uh, Miss Martian, and then wait, late- wait, 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 Winnie Cooper? Yeah, yes, yes. She's been the voice of Miss Martian ever since the show started. How did I not fucking know that? Same thing with um, um, Zatanna. Zatanna is Leicha Shaver. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, she's it's... been she's been Zatanna ever since the show started. So, she jumps it's... back and forth between that character. It's funny. I was watching the show with uh, I was watching the show, and as soon as Cat came in, and Zatanna's in it, and like it's really cool. If you watch it with subtitles, the subtitles actually will have the her. Incantation, like if you didn't know, Zatanna, she when she tells her spells, she says words backwards. But it's really cool because in the in the captions, subtitles or caption, closed captions, they're closed captions because not subtitles. Well, it's it's closed captions if you turn them on, but it's subtitled if you just put on English. Anyway, there's even though it's the same thing. Yes, there's like if your closed captions are for people that you know can't hear, subtitles are people that can actually hear, but just prefer to read well no isn't subtitles for like if it's in a different language yes no. but you can subtitle shit it's, there, it's a different translation yeah there, I, one of my favorite things with the anime from time to time is to do the uh, the English dub with the English subtitles and just see how <laughs> fucking different it is that shit is wild yeah but so like yeah yeah so if you're watching with Satana like if she, when she does an incantation or a spell, or whatever she does it, she says words backwards, and the caption subtitles will be backwards. And I usually like to pause it and try to read what it says. And I try to show that to the sweetest. 
was like, oh yeah, look, she she tells her spell, she sets her spell backwards and blah blah blah. She's like, that's not very cool. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Can you say a word backwards? Because <laughs> I can't. I can barely yeah, say a word this... forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a, a lot of people on uh, Young Justice. Uh, are... We had a uh, was it Kelly Hugh who's been on uh, numerous shit. She was in X Two, Arrow. She's on the show. Uh, R.I.P. to Ed Asner, who was on the show. I guess he was on the mer- most current episode. Tara Strong, obviously. Uh, Miguel Ferrer, he passed away early last year. He's also the cousin of uh, George Clooney. Alan Tudyk, who's the voice of Oliver Queen. And Dr. Simon Jones, he's, he's the voice of a bunch of people. There's a ton of people on the show. Forgot- I forgot how much of a bop this song is. The Jesse McCartney song, The Beautiful Soul. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Listen to it right now. I'm like, I don't want another pretty face. Motherfucking blue. Goddamn. Just like, this song is really good. <laughs> Maggie Q's the voice of Wonder Woman? Holy shit. Right, we need, uh, there's a couple things that I think we need the Go ahead. other things we need to talk about. What the fuck? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anybody else listen to the, to the new Kendrick Lamar album? No, I, I haven't had a chance. I have had one playthrough of, I think, about 90, 80-90% of it. I know, this is Jesse McCarty. <laughs> That's the opposite of Kendrick Lamar. Anyway, Blue is rocking out, goddammit. Goddamn. So the new Kendrick Lamar album, it's uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. It's, uh, goddamn. That's the first thing I want to say. It is, uh, in my opinion, it's quite good. Um, there are a few songs in there that stand out more than others. Uh, but I also need to like listen through the whole album multiple times again because there's like it's it's very content um, dense as far as like what he's saying lyrically. Uh, even from like the first you know the first song through the last song, I got to be honest. This might be I think this is like the the only rap album where I cried listening to a song, and I'm being hundred percent real. There's a song called Mother I Sober. It's a really mm-hmm. fucked up song. So, well, it's not, I don't want to say it's fucked up. It's an emotional song. And okay. if you listen to it and you know about, like, a, if you lived your life through certain events through your life with, like, fucked up shit, then this is going to hit you some sort of way. Um, hit me some sort of way. Especially yep. when, like, there's a, there's a crescendo with the song where it goes into, like, some really fucked up black history and it's, you know, it hit me like right in the feels. Um, go ahead, Prodigy. No, I was just gonna say I'm still really digesting it. Um, I love what I'm hearing so far, but like I said, it's only been one playthrough. What I usually like to do with albums is like just listen to them without even looking at what the tracks are. Just listen to the whole thing while I'm doing something else, maybe yeah. a couple times, and then kind of say, okay, I really want to hear this track again. You know what I mean? That's what I, that's what I did. And then I was just like, there was a lot of, tr- there was like three tracks in particular. I was just like, I got to re-listen to these. Actually four, but I listen to three a lot. <laughs> yeah. And what I need, what I really need to do is like not uh, stop trying to listen to it like while I'm at work or whatever. Cause you know, there's, there's too much going on and people interrupting and stop and start. I just want to like put it on it yeah. with some headphones and like really groove out to it. But so far I fucking love it too. I mean, he's, amazing he's won grammys he's won all kinds of awards he's he's brilliant i will say my it's going to be really hard for anything ever to top uh good kid mad city for me because yeah. i i just that one just fucking 
it was like he made that album for me um, at the time. But uh, but at the same time, I've loved quite a few of his albums. So really excited about I'm going to continue to listen to it. Kronos was recommending it. I had almost forgotten that it dropped, um, but I promised uh, I would at least listen to it one time before it um, before the cast. Although I can't remember the names of any fucking tracks yeah. quite yet. But it's still so fucking new. <laughs> you got to go back but, through and like. Well, what's you know what's crazy to me? So like uh, a day or two before the album dropped, he dropped uh, a track called I think it's uh, the heart, something the heart uh, part five, mm-hmm. and it was so good. I was just like, oh my god, like this is this is an amazing song. And it's not on the album. Yep. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, oh, man? Damn. <laughs> like, that, that's what playlists are for, ladies and gentlemen. Just make a playlist <laughs> out of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the heart part five is uh, it's a really great song. We made a reference to it earlier. Um, because um, they did, he did a bunch of deep fake. I can spoil it now. It's been like a week after the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. been out for a while. Basically, it's a music video, and it's like the the lyrics are like super deep, um, really great. But then, like, there's like it's deep fakes in the video, like him like doing a video in like one take, and they're like doing a deep fake of his his face, and they have um, O.J. Simpson, J- Juicy Smoulier, uh Will Smith. <laughs> Uh, shit. Kanye, Kanye West, another one. Thinking of the guy who fucking passed away. There's a couple guys that passed away. I mean, there was uh, oh, that's very vague. Yeah, goddamn it. There's th- there's two guys specifically that passed away. Kobe like Bryant. Recently? Kobe Bryant was it was one oh. of the deepfakes, and then also Nipsey Hussle. That was another one, which is mm-hmm. a big one because uh, yeah, like at the very end, he has some lyrics that are uh, definitely referencing him specifically. And it was just like, wow, man, it, it's, it's, to me, this album is like pure artwork. And I, I love like the whole, the whole thing. There's like, another track that stood out to me was one called uh, Auntie Diaries. And it has to do with um, like LGBTQ, like rights and just like seeing, seeing them as people. And even in the lyrics, he's talking about like his own journey of like when he was younger, having like an auntie that turned to a man, and then somebody else that turned to a woman, and then his journey of like even though he had those people in his life that did these things, him still using incorrect terms for them, and then getting angry about somebody using the N word while he was still using the the other other F word, and it was just like man, like admitting your own faults while dropping a track. And like trying to be a better person, it's like man. And also, he talks about like I- infidelity and shit like that in his own personal life. It's just like it's really good. And what's weird to me is like when I when I talk about Kendrick Lamar, and then somebody says like, "Oh, I don't like the way his voice sounds when he's rapping." It's like, well, do you actually like listen to like what he's actually saying? Because don't get me wrong, like his he might have the most pleasant um, voice, but who the fuck? I would venture to say, like, most hip-hop people, like, don't put the the vast majority of, like, what they like about an artist of, like, what their actual voice quality is, like, what their voice is. You know what I mean? It's usually, like, what they're talking about. And I think that this album, he's challenging a lot of people on like, their own personal views, including his own views. And I think even like his past albums too, like they might they challenge people in some sort of way, you know. When he's talking about you know, like a swimming swimming pools about drinking too much, like maybe you fucking drink too much. I mean, <laughs> you know, 
I know I probably drink too much. So that's one of those yeah. things. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that he, that he talks about that people are just uncomfortable with. And I think that somebody saying that, oh, I don't like the way that his voice sounds or whatever. It's just like, but you got to listen like what he's saying. Like he's not, yeah. it's not like he's a goddamn singer. You know what I mean? Yep. He's not a singer. He's a, he's a rap artist. But bitch don't kill my vibe. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, with, with singers, their voice is all about, like, pitches and this and that. With rappers, it's more like you're just fucking dropping, like, vocal lyrics. Like, at, even, I think, like, I don't, people know East Coast going to fucking hate me for saying this, but, like, like, Biggie, like, his voice was, like, groggy and, like, oh, and, like, like, he's, like, very deep with his voice tone. But then, like, if you could look at Tupac, like, Tupac, like, I mean, it's not that. I think with Tupac it was it was different because he's more West Coast and we're all we're here in the West Coast. But like yeah, like there's there's a lot of rappers out there where you hear them fucking rapping. It's like oh god, it's goddamn nails on a chalkboard. The funny thing is, Pac was from Baltimore, but it's all yeah, good. He, <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, what is he was a surrogate pretty much to California. <laughs> nope. Was wasn't his mom like part of Black Panther? Out yeah. Here in but they had branches all over. They had branches all over. But no, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Pac, Pac was a late teen when he came out here. But uh, but it's all good. Uh, and then the other thing is, it's been like almost fucking thirty years since, <laughs> since both of those guys passed away. But it still feels relevant yeah. to us because of our age. <laughs> God, and that's classic hip hop to a lot of. People. No, even if, when you even go back and listen to like Tupac stuff, it's like fuck, man. Like this guy was. It was awesome. Rapping about shit that was going on. And you and you know Kendrick had a great album when I stopped listening to that new future just for a moment. Just uh, a moment. Yeah. Um, well apparently there there was uh, some controversy because Kendrick Lamar had um Kodak Black on his album. What's the controversy on that? Well, because Kodak Black he more than likely raped somebody that was underage when he was right around eighteen. I don't know if you heard about that. No. Like he Wait, no. Yeah, he had a whole court case that. and settled out. He settled for a lesser charge and paid the woman. Damn. Yeah. I just I know that he had like a whole like a citizenship issue. Let me just make sure he, that I'm not making this shit up. Hold on a second. No, you're right. I remember that. Like yeah. he But it, there was like So wait, he was he, part of other There, there was a sorry, there was a criminal case and he was convicted or it was the charges were dropped no he he settled for a lesser crime oh he paid off the victim yeah oh, criminal assault case plea deal okay yeah yeah it was definitely a sexual assault case um plea deal and it was like it's pretty graphic when i like listened to it i was like holy shit all right um but yeah it's damn he's only 24 years old Jesus Christ. <laughs> he got God. he got granted commution or wait. He's, he's, he, he was granted commuted. he got commuted by uh, former President Donald Trump. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean that's what that's that's Trump's MO. Assault and getting, off, getting away with it. Just grab my other pussy, you know, it's all good. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't I didn't know anything about Kodak Black, but you know, I'll have to look that one up. That's that's yeah, it's, I'm not gonna say I'm not even going to say I'm disappointed in him because I don't know enough about him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know what I mean. I'm well, just I mean like, you should be disappointed in anybody that sexually assaults somebody else, right? Yeah, no. But <laughs> so, what, what, I, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is, 
Um, if I looked at Kodak Black, I'm not a whole that all that surprised. <laughs> you know, but it is what it is. All oh, mad. Oh, anyway, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway, back to Kendrick. Great album. Uh, it's been a good year for rap. Uh, I also heard really good things about Pusha T, but I haven't heard that one quite yet. And the other great thing is, I just like listening to fucking new music and soaking it up. You know what I mean? Like, have you heard this new song by uh, Jesse McCarty? <laughs> they thought, oh, oh, man. God damn it. Fucking yeah. beautiful oh. soul music got me in my vibe. All right. What the hell? Why, why are you All doing right. this? I, I don't want another pretty face. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I need, I need, I need pretty face poetry and big bang. All right, guys. I don't want anybody else to hold. We ready to wrap it? All right. Yes, go ahead. Do the thing. Yeah, all right. Uh, old Ninja, what you got populating this week? God damn it. Uh, so I'm leaving tomorrow morning, early afternoon to SoCal. I gotta Are pay my Are you leaving on a train? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> getting a picked up of my sister. We're going to pay our final respects to our grandmother who passed oh. away three weeks ago. Damn. So everybody's coming in from out of state and out of town uh, to say our final goodbyes this weekend. So I'll be I'll be doing that, surrounded by family, and um, you know, doing the what my family calls a home going. They don't call mm-hmm. it a funeral. So I'll be doing that this weekend, pretty much. And I'll be back. I should be back by Monday, I think. But yeah, pretty much it. Condolences. Yeah, man. Uh, Cronus, what you got going on with all that packing? Well, yeah, continuing to pack. Uh, tomorrow I'll send my car. Uh, just it's gonna be weird over the next couple of days. I'm throwing a, a going away party on Saturday, so oh shit, yeah, I invited you, Blue. <laughs> you, right? you did? Yeah. No, it was on. Is a Facebook invite? I got. I got an invite. What the fuck? I got, I okay, I got a because. The Swedish brought this up, and she's like, "You hear about Carlos throwing a party?" I'm like, "Uh, no." I'm pretty sure I invited you. I mean, Jesus Christ! If I didn't, I'm let me go, let me go look because I'm extremely not, sorry. If it's not on there, this will be on the same level of like the the bachelor glasses that I got. Because <laughs> I mean, it was I didn't make the mistake. Yeah, it was they made a mistake, but and that glass broke. By the way, that's hilarious. Uh, that's what I'm breaking mine right now. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I'm throwing a going away party. I'm, I'm gonna see hopefully a lot of my old jujitsu guys. Um, I've sort of made, I've repaired some relationships with them because there was like some, there's some shit that happened, but it's all good. Um, I'm gonna miss all those guys doing jujitsu with them, and I've I, I recently come back to doing jujitsu a little bit. Super fucking rusty, um, but I'm not terrible. I'm just not as great as they used to be. They used to be pretty good. So, but I'm also rolling. I'm also rolling with guys that never stopped doing jujitsu. Um, when I stopped, so I stopped doing it two years ago because of obvious fucking reasons. And they didn't. Some of them didn't have to worry about the same issues that I had to. I mean, I, I live with somebody that has a legit medical issue. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them all again. At least most of them hanging out, um, throwing one last going away party. Um, Beyond that, I'm also looking forward to coming down closer to Prodigy. Um, looking forward to seeing him again. My, and my brother, I'm thanking him for uh, letting me live with him temporarily 
I can't be like I can't stand having fucking roommates, and it's weird for me to have to be a roommate to my brother. But uh, yeah. I'm also thankful for him and his family like welcoming us, you know, to the house for a little bit. Go, by the way, on a side note, go check on him. Uh, he was working out today and had a bad day. He was working. Uh, oh, he's gonna have a lot of bad days working out. Working out with me. I'm just saying. That's, well, that's when yeah, I, he doesn't but, know when I come when I come down there. I'm badgering his ass every fucking day. Why am I working out? Why are you still fat? I'm just saying. Damn. He. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk just, to him. Just, yeah, check on him. Need some motivation. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got all the fucking equipment in his house. He's got. He's he got do. A, He's got a lot of he's equipment. I didn't change it. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. Like, if he thinks that he's getting away with me living with him te- temporarily and not working out almost every day, if not every goddamn day, he's mistaken. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. They say like it takes like what, like thirty days for you to build up a uh, what's the term? Not muscle memory, but like for you to build up a, a routine. Habit. Yeah, habit. Yeah, habit. Yeah, yeah. basically a habit. Yeah, yeah. So if you if you can build that habit into him, you know what? Better for you both. Stunting is better. I have to say, I do miss the banter on Facebook of you two calling each other out because that shit was funny. Oh yeah, the Peloton shit. Holy well, shit! Dude, that's hilarious. It's just funny because I'm I'm the the skinny one now, and he's the the larger one now. Just yeah, he could. <laughs> I'm just saying, I want to I want to work out with him, you know, and just like let's do this thing together and like you know have fun. And what was also really cool is that his he has uh, twin boys. And they both do jujitsu, so I'm gonna look forward to choking them out. I'm just kidding, just rolling. Them. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Some kids. laughs> yeah. What you guys, what you guys really need to do yeah. is take this fucking beef on the goddamn track. Like I guys need to fucking go running because like, your brother had a record or that, he had a record at in, at Newark Memorial, right? Did, and like I broke. broke his shit. Yes, I broke. Yeah. His but like, honestly, take that shit to the fucking track. It's- honestly, um, if I look back on like, if you look back on like the annals of time, he probably would have been like the better athlete than me, like at at the time. But I I didn't train at all for like I, all of my like athletic feats that I had like when I was younger. I didn't train for that shit. I just uh, I rollerbladed a lot, to be honest with you. And um, he played way more sports than I did. He was definitely a way better athlete than I was. He was a better academic than I was. He was a better student than I was. He was better at pretty much everything than I was when I was a kid. Even he was definitely days. out there slamming pussy. No. What's, what'd you say? I say he was definitely out there slamming pussy, too, because he was known for that. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, Dude, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but he also protected his, his little brother from uh, some, from some yeah, high school did. shit that I... I stepped in some shit and got in some fights when I was in junior high, and I, I whooped somebody's ass twice, and he protected me from, like, some... Some uh, some fallout. So I thank him for that, because I, I I could have had a really bad introduction to high school if not for him, probably. So thanks, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Um, you will see. Uh, I think me and Prodigy I have to fix some shit about Comic Con, but I think me and Prodigy are going to go to Comic Con in July. Yeah, it's supposed to be in July. I'm still trying to work out some stuff. Bare minimum. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see if there's like if things are safe. Because I'm if it's not safe for me and my family, I'm not going. So they got something. They literally got something monkeypox. Monkey what po- the fuck that is? Well, I'm not a monkey, so I'm good, right? I'm also not from. I'm like. also not from Corona, so I can't get the virus, right? There you oh, go. <laughs> according, according to 4chan, you're all of those. All right, 
<laughs> good to go. All right, old blue, ninja. Blue. Our blue, uh, no, blue we did old ninja, right? Did we? I thought we did blue. Yeah, we haven't done blue. Blue. Right. Blue, blue, blue. Hey, you got to save the best for last. I ain't doing a goddamn thing. No, I'm thinking. Yeah, so uh, I actually just saw my, my Facebook feed, and uh, yeah, I did get an invite to the party, so I will be there oh, in full effect. I'm wearing my flyest gear. <laughs> I'm going to have my sweet honey with me. Some cross colors. I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing Jesse McCarty with me. We're going to fucking... No, yeah, def- we're definitely going to be in... The, in, in we're going to be in full effect. Uh, a little, I'll bring a little Sebi with me. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um my mom's gonna. My mom's stop by on Saturday too. Uh, I'm gonna do. A, I don't want to say it's too loud, but I'm gonna try to do a date night on Friday with the sweetness. Oh, um, so it's just gonna babysit. So. Well, well. She's a she. She's a fan of Doctor Strange, so hopefully we can go watch that. It. I, there's a movie theater in Castro Valley uh, that I want to check out, and hopefully we can watch it there. But like, I definitely want to see it there, just because it seems. It seems very intimate because it's like one of those one theaters, like there's only one screening uh, per day. Not one screening per day, but like there's one screen, movie. so you yeah. only can watch one movie, whatever. Uh, but it's kind of cool to do that. Plus, there's like miniature golf, and we keep talking about like, you know, just getting out doing something like that. And plus, Castro Valley has its little marketplace, which uh, Cronus and I went to for my birthday. Or not for my birthday, just for hanging out, whatever. And it was a cool little spot. There's a little meat market. There's a little seasoning stand. It's just crazy because white people don't like to season their food and cash out the mainly white people. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dude, th- th- there's a store for seasoning. Like, it have all kind of crazy seasonings. Like, shit you even, never even heard of. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a wine. There's a winery down in the basement, and there's like a restaurant. There's a restaurant and a meeting place up on the top floor. I, I talked about this on, on the podcast a few times, but. Uh, yeah, I went there for my birthday, and like the food there was like, I I had a sixty dollar steak. I've never had a steak that well. No, I guess I've had a better steak at like Michael Jordan Steakhouse. But uh, no, it's it's a cool spot. So hopefully we can try to do that this Friday. Plus, usually there's like a band or something playing. But uh, a little update on my on my son Sebastian. Yo, this kid. I, I this is the this is a little person now. I'm like holy shit, this kid this kid's walking around, he's grabbing stuff, he's like he's saying words, it's like like he understands what I'm telling him. He he has like he throws fits now and it's like <laughs> you're not even you're not even two yet. Like what the hell's going on? Like it's 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 crazy because like if you look at pictures I I hear people say this all the time, like the picture of a newborn it's not the same picture of the kid like you have like once they turn one. Like they look yep. totally fucking different. Like the holy shit. Like this kid. I mean, he, there's there's similarities and stuff like that. But like this kid has a personality. Like if I'm, he loves hanging out in the kitchen when I'm cooking. Like he wants to come in there and hang out with me. And like it's, I I kind of feel bad that I waited this long to have a kid. But then again, I, I'm kind of glad I did wait this long because I'm more at a, at a better place. But like. Man, this kid's fucking awesome. Like, I can't, I can't wait for you guys to see him. Like, he's not, like, I guess all like pictures and stuff of him. Like, it, it's crazy. Like him just walking around. It's funny because like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to see a change in something. Like, like I've seen like uh, prodigy kids grow from like being little babies to being like kids asking like reading comics and stuff like that. And like, uh, recently I just went to Cronus's place and dropped off a, a little. 
get well packaged to Riley. And I remember Riley when she like she was afraid of dirt on the ground and stuff like that. Well, but you like re- you remember li- uh, my oldest daughter? Oh, when yeah, she was a baby, and she's nineteen years old now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember Cronus's oldest daughter. Like she literally wet the bed, and like I was trying to. She was crying, and like I woke up in the night, and I was like, "Oh hey, like like being a professional bedwetter, I knew the <laughs> protocols that you fucking take. You change your fucking clothes, you change your sheets, you lay some fucking towels on the blanket on the on the mattress, and you go back to fucking sleep and hope that the blanket or the towels suck up that pee." And I was trying to help her out, and she told me that <laughs> this little girl looked me dead in my eyes and was like, "You're annoying. You're." You're irritating me. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm like, I'm gonna knock your mom and dad door, and you have to deal with fucking them. But uh, <laughs> no, like, well, even like I remember with 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 Cronus' older daughter, because like uh, that weekend I visited them. Like I rented the Carvette, and uh, Cronus had rented a Nissan, uh, yeah, Z, Z, and uh, my car blew out a tire, and I had to take it back, whatever not. But like we were driving back to the airport. And so I was driving their Scion box and Lily was in the back seat and I was trying to keep her entertained, talking to her. And once again, this little girl told me I was ignoring her. I was irritating her and she wanted me, she told me to shut up. I was like, okay, like, screw you, little kid. Like, but no, she's, she's probably one of my, she's, she's probably one of my favorite little, like, like buddies, like little kids. Like she's, she's a lot of fun or whatever not, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to see kids go from, this age to this age, and to see that the fact that I have a kid that's going through that same transition, it's 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 crazy, man. I don't I don't, I don't fucking know. All right. Real quick before we before Prodigy does the sign off, because I f- forgot to talk about something that came up right before the podcast started. Um, Clay, the bartender, he oh, got yes. picked to be one of the bartenders in a book. All right, he has yes. three recipes in a book, and it's the book is called uh, Black Mixolence, and it's by uh, sure. Tamika Hall. And nice. you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. So definitely check it out because uh, Clay, the bartender, he's the fucking bartender. And he had he made some of the best drinks that I ever had in my entire life. I'm not exaggerating. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. The dude is a serious mixologist. Uh, so definitely grab that book. I think it drops on the 14th of June. Nice. I'm going to pre-order the hardback because that's how I roll. Um, oh, yeah. I got to send it to my brother's house, though, because I'm moving. But, yeah. It's cool that he's getting all the accolades that he's uh, deserved, and I'm I'm so glad that he's uh, coming up and doing good things. That's all I got. I know you want to end. So yeah, yeah. But, no. uh, quick little thing: if you want to follow Clay the bartender, you can you can follow him on Instagram. It's Clay the bartender. Instagram. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, the website too called ClayTheBartender dot com. Yeah, but no, uh, I I was hit. Uh, like he posts some pretty cool drinks on his fucking face. Like he he creates like some cool fucking shit. Like he had like a few themes, like comic book themes characters, on his Instagram, and they're they're pretty worth watching. But like holy shit, like I'm looking at his his website now. Like holy shit, he's got some dope ass fucking shit on here. Like goddamn, and he we talked about it in the past. Like he actually partnered up with like different um, I call companies too for making different kind of cocktails too. So Clay. Knows his shit, so definitely check out this book. It's on Amazon. You can pre-order it now, and it's I, I've already pre-ordered because, like, I'm pretty sure this could be excellent. But like, it's also uh, the recipes are made from other black bartenders as well. So, or mixologists, not bartenders, mixologists. So, definitely check that shit out. Hot shit. Um, I 
got back. I went to Vegas over the weekend, celebrate my boy James. Uh, he got all married, that. right? Yeah, yeah, he's getting married, married? in June. Yeah, yeah uh, in June. Uh, he's actually he's getting... He's still cock at uh, strippers titty? <laughs> no, no comment. Uh, uh, you find live it, action? No, no cocaine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will say this. We stayed in a awesome ass fucking place uh or a suite in the fucking venetian so mm. i finally after all these fucking years i didn't believe y'all for shit i finally get bidets now I <laughs> oh, oh man and you know what the selling point should have been from you guys this is why i didn't believe you so it does so not integrate you with water that's that's all you had to say you gotta turn the <laughs> you get so the one that i have in my house you can turn the the pressure down yeah yeah you can have either not- go through your entire soul or yeah, just, you know, just, just clean your it asshole. Does, <laughs> it does not anally rape you with water. That's all. I mean, oh, that's yeah. the biggest selling point ever. Get up a day, clean your ass, don't get anally raped. And it's all uh, nice and warm and shit. Yeah, dude, the, it fucking dried my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, fuck. Love that shit. So now I'm back here with the peasant shit with like regular toilets just and dirty it. ass and all of that. <laughs> hey, just order a bidet and I'll, I'll, I can help you install it next week. Dude, I, you, you I, get a, a, sorry. Look up a, a bidet toilet seat and get the one that um, has its own like internal heater, and I can install yeah, it for you. Yeah, super I, easy. I'm I'm gonna have to fucking uh, uh, drop some money and make that happen. God damn it, I need a clean ass. I I, um, I hate going back to work just because. <laughs> oh my just, god, the poop on a fucking cold cold goddamn toilet seat. Yeah, that that's what gets me too. It's like, every now and again I have to go like use my my daughter's bathroom, and I'm just like. Why is it toilet? Why is this fucking cold on my ass? <laughs> like y'all, y'all don't get it, y'all. Once you have a heated mm. toilet seat that cleans your ass and dries your ass, it's hard to go back. <laughs> the the one the one at the Venetian man, that shit blew air. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It dries your I, ass. Well, yeah. yeah, the one I had blow there too. And the seat was warm, man. Look, I can't go back. I can't go back. God that's, damn it. That's Kang shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Let's go to royalty. <laughs> yeah, it's hella funny. It's like Project talking about he needed to clean assholes if his ass has been dirty this whole time. <laughs> it's like it's it's like that scene to uh from coming into America when he's in the bathtub and it's like, oh the royal balls are clean. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh that's pretty much it. I saw the Warriors tonight. Really happy about that. Uh um, oh yeah, they won. Yeah, yeah, they won. They won. So nice. They keep that up and get a nice run going in there. It's weird that fucking San Diego has no goddamn basketball team. That is fucking weird, but it is what it is. All I got is baseball down here. That's all I got. Old Ninja, take us out. They have, oh, they're not football anymore. I was going to say they have football, but I guess they moved to L.A. No, they don't. They moved to L.A. Yeah. I yeah. got his baseball. All right. <clears throat> you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Yeah. Just sure. take us out. Anywhere and everywhere online with B's and BTI's B T H A N B T I anywhere and everywhere you listen to podcasts on Facebook or Black and the Black Time Infinity. Uh, you can email us if you wish. If you have something super deep and dark you want us to talk about, you can email us at B's and BTI at gmail.com. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait. We don't we don't want to hear about any fucking murders, no snuff films. Don't make no, it too no. deep and dark. No. No, I should well. Dank and dark, not that deep, yeah. Because I mean, if you if it's too dark, we got to report you. So, just yeah. uh, murder uh, black people and then be like, let's talk about it on be the BTI. I guess we're stitching yeah. now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we have a Discord. Let us know if you want to be in. You can email us. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com, forward slash BDCI. And then on uh, Amazon, we have an app that lets you when we go live. You can watch it through that as well. Tag me in all the Velma porn you can. Like, just tag me in all of them. Make it rain, Velma. Let's go. If you find She Hulk food porn, tag him in that too. Only on Fridays. Hey, uh. Goodbye, further and further into the unknown <laughs> of space. I said I want to be different. Yet many questions remain unanswered. <laughs>